When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. We are live on a Monday, and my goodness, I, I don't know if anybody stayed up for that nonsense last night, but... I had to. Yeah, you and me both. I think Harry woke up early. We'll, we'll get to Harry's viewing habits in a second, but <laughs> as far as that game is concerned, it was awful to see the offense struggle against a really bad, historically bad defense. I mean, you saw all the trends on television about how the defense gave up all these points and the defense did all these other bad things up until last night. And, of course, the Eagles were the one team that made that defense look like the 85 Bears. With that said, there was something – and let's talk about the game first, but I have it written down here. So at some point – maybe in the next 12 to 15 minutes when we're joined by the network. We have to talk about two things that happened, and it was the same thing happened two times over. I've never seen this before in my life, mind you. And that was some big play happened without any official saying anything about the decision. And it just went completely glossed over two big plays that went to the Eagles' favor. But we have to start, of course, with just how wretched of a performance it was for the quarterback. My goodness, fellas. I mean, this kid, I love watching and rooting for him, and I'll always be a fan of him and his work ethic, fill in the blanks, all that other stuff. But Carson Wentz flat out sucked last night and could not separate himself from Mark Narducci. <laughs> yeah, you're, ridiculous. You're, you are right, Aton. He was god-awful last night, and – I know when we get onto the national network, I'm going to apologize to the nation uh, for that game. But I, I'm, I'm right now. I'm wearing my camo right now because, as an Eagle fan, I want to just blend into the background. I don't want to even be seen. I don't want to be noticed because, as you know, I'm a huge Carson Wentz fan, and I cannot defend him anymore. Okay, he was brutal last night. I don't understand his obsession with holding on to the damn football yeah. and trying to make something out of nothing and then fumbling. Like I've seen guys, you know, take bad sacks. Okay. I've seen guys throw balls away where they get intentional grounding and all that kind of stuff. But this guy insists on fumbling the football. You remember that stuff with the Gruden quarterback camp where he's like, I need you to be a two handed monster. Remember that? And he's whacking him with those styrofoam noodles. Absolutely. That's Absolutely. what he needs to do during the bye week. We need to bring a John Gruden kind of guy. Maybe it's you, Aton. You go as dress up as John Gruden and whack him across the hands with, with styrofoam noodles i you know i started off the the, the, uh, the post game show post game live he was post game live show by saying i cannot 
be happy about this win when my franchise player sucked? I mean, he absolutely stunk the place up. What am I supposed to do? I'm an analyst. I break down film. And when I watch things, I watch it from a different perspective of most fans. I break down the play. I get to the essence of why they're running the play, who the play is supposed to go to, the protection in which the play is involved with, and what happened during the play. And I find myself looking at it and become very frustrated because I see where the ball goes. I see what's supposed to happen. And it's not just Carson. I understand he had some pressure on him, but a lot of the times, a lot of simple mistakes, there were no pressure on him. He had ample time to throw the ball. He was trying to make something um, bigger than what it was on the first fumble. Come on, man. Oh, that was all play action, Brutal. setback. I mean, he he evaded the you know the rush a little bit. But all he has to do is just either throw it away or, or throw it to the receiver that's open. And yeah. you know, I mean, did he not know that that safety is a better athlete than he is? That he couldn't just run away from him. I mean, he just let him hit him. I'm like, come on, man. Not he, today. Not tonight. Please, not tonight. I no, can't go through it another night. You got to have, have a heart attack. attack. <laughs> yeah, I have a heart attack. These these turnovers are the same. Like, they don't look like he's improving or learning from game to game. And he's continuing to make these same mistakes. And some of it is just either lack of presence or lack of understanding of who's around you. Like, if you have Devontae Adams running down the field one-on-one, 45 yards down the field with the safety or corner one-on-one, then, yeah, you make that throw. But if you have John Hightower, a rookie, in a swirling ball situation, you just you just don't make that throw. And that's right. the thing where it's like these decisions still reek of a guy trying to make, like, work them out in preseason. You know, it's and like, I don't, I don't know. I'm so frustrated with watching him play. I'm, I'm out of analogies. Is yeah, that, yeah. Like, yeah. I think it's fair to to say that he has regressed significantly Absolutely. in the last two seasons, Barrett and Aton. Oh, there's no question about that. This season, I think more so than last. The undoing mm-hmm. is really just about Carson Wentz this year. Right, so, right. Cole Kidman, which and I no nudity to a little bit, a flash. <laughs> well, I didn't see the episode yet. See, now oh, we'll, we'll, we'll get to my uh, viewing habits uh, yeah. once we get to the national network because everybody needs to hear this. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of which, we'll be joined in, in a matter of. 15 seconds but i did watch episode two and how, how did you fit that in the show's really good well because i was up for early fox 29 hits ah. so I, I wasn't going to be able to go back to sleep so i watched it from 6 30 to 7 30 this morning mm. i watched it all right we'll be joined by sports map radio it's the middle that's barrett brooks harry mays Aton shander we'll be joined by sports map now this is a Gao Media property in partnership with Jacob Media. And you, my friend, are caught in the middle. The middle starts now, starts now. on the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Home loans that fit your life. Rocket Can. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts Studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. We told you ahead of time, if we have to sit through and watch that pile of slop, then you're going to have to as well. Not a real great ending to the weekend as we had a lot of great football action both on Saturday and Sunday. We warned you, Barrett Brooks, about your alma mater on Saturday. <laughs> we told we tried. You, yeah, at least we tried. We tried, Aton. You told a lot of people about New England, although granted, a cover is a cover. And if you're looking at it from that standpoint, it doesn't matter if you win or lose. But exactly. there were some major statements made 
by teams across the NFL over the weekend, both positive and negative. I, I can't imagine that there was a bigger statement made by, speaking of alma mater, the former pro team or one of the former pro teams that Barrett played for, won a Super Bowl with, and that's the Pittsburgh Steelers. I mean, my goodness, that was the win of the day. You also had a couple of teams who had a lot of hype surrounding them on the road and busted, absolutely bursted from the L.A. Rams who continue to get exposed in situations like this and the Titans, who I think a lot of people thought they could just cruise into Cincinnati. But where we'll begin, of course, coming up is last night's debacle, setting the game of offense. But I don't know how many rule changes Roger Goodell, the owners, could come up with to avoid that miserable type of effort last night. It was brutal. Well, first off, let's start off with this, though. I appreciate you guys schooling on me on the arts of betting, you know, and and you guys made a major point about West Virginia. That was it. But with them, no, because I because I said, you know what, I, I me I can be a, a, a good better because I bet with my heart. I mm-hmm. bet with you know with, with 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 faces that I know and 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 I and I get kind of get tied in too much, and I don't look at the numbers. You got to be analytical when it comes to this stuff, and I didn't know that. You got to take emotion out of it, Barrett. I right, have I no heart. I am. I am. I have nothing in this in my chest right here. It's an empty. It's an empty vessel. And I didn't know you could do that. I mean, how, how do you do that? I mean, I cannot bet against my alma mater. We I won't ask you to moving forward. We'll just tell you to abstain, including <laughs> as well as it's a tough one against Oklahoma State. Coming up, we've got a lot in the NFL. We'll sneak some college in. It's the middle. Phillyvoice.com. The philosophy that guides my work as an attorney is, number one, that we are in place of a position of trust. And that trust provides a certain obligation upon us that we must um, fulfill for each and every client. That a client just simply isn't another number. Uh, While we may have many cases here, um, the client only has one. And they deserve the utmost attention, information, and a full and candid Um, relay of the aspects of their litigation and for us to be available for questions. We understand that the questions involved in litigation go beyond the case. Uh, The the clients often have many challenges that they have to face as a result of the um, incident that led them to us. And we must first and foremost appreciate that and make sure that we're there to help throughout not only the case, but also throughout the client's life. The, 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 middle. the middle. This story that Barrett told in the break is ridiculous. And you would think that basic hygiene is kind of necessary. I totally agree with you. I mean, I I did not shower for this show today, but I'm alone here. OK, there's nobody else in the house. You should have beat the crap out of this guy. Bro, it's just it's just him. man. like it's like an unwritten law. If you're over 300 pounds, you at least got to take one and a half showers a day. He wore a jock and he wouldn't wash his pants. And I remember I was telling him, you know, I, every time I think about it, you know, it's, it's crazy. But Bobby Horn would come on the center and they kind of get, you know, they goose the center mm-hmm. and go like this so they know when to snap the ball. He smelled the back of his hand. He said, yo, bro, he went to Ray Rose. Hey, coach, you got to do something. Ray's like, what are you talking about? Man, smell the back of my hand. You got to tell Everett he's got to go take a shower. Wow. Come on, man. The Middle with Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Weekdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern. All right, we're back in a minute. 
That sounds pretty good. I'm yeah. not I'm not goosing yeah. either one of you guys, all right? I'm just letting you know. No. Don't goose me, man. <laughs> yeah, appreciate the it. only goose I need is gray goose. If you want to bring gray goose by the house, Barrett, be, by all means. Yo, but uh that's 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 ridiculous, man. Um I, I, I just get I get frustrated and I'm gonna have a I'm gonna have a freaking heart attack, man. Yeah. I mean, what is going on? I, I can't do it. I can't do it, man. I'm I'm too totally invested. My, you know, my my mind, body, and spirit when I'm watching these games. Mm-hmm. I mean, I go through too many, too many um emotional ups and downs during mm-hmm. the course of the game. It's just too tough for me. I can't do what you guys do. You just got you guys alleviate everything emotional from it. I just can't do it at this point. Yeah. This, well, don't take them against Oklahoma State. I can tell you that. No. I think <clears throat> this might be it, bro. Here they have men, they had better athletes. West Virginia? Yeah. This is The Middle on the SportsMap Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. So we open up the hour, of course, talking about what happened last night. And it's the most recent sporting event and i was hesitant to even say football game because anybody who sat and i'm sure the ratings are going to be through the roof right i'm sure that sunday night football once again is going to dominate the weekend and yes people are leaving television as a whole but they seem to be leaving the nfl at a much slower pace but man and here's the thing how can this story if you watch that game how can this story not be one quarterback had a perfect opportunity to separate himself from a third string kid out of James Madison Hmm. and didn't you look at the stat lines outside of two touchdowns. Those stat lines are identical. And then you add the interceptions that Carson threw, and it's like Carson. Think about this statement, gentlemen, Carson Wentz failed to separate himself last night from Ben Narducci against the Dallas Cowboys defense. This is the third time he's had a QBR rating of under uh, under seventy. I mean, wow. how's that uh, uh, under sixty five? Sixty five. Under sixty five. This is the, this is the third time this season. This I thought you get sixty five for just taking a snap. <laughs> it's sort of like the SAT. You get a right. certain amount of points just for showing up and penciling in your name on the stupid form. Well, it's like you know the SAT. You get like seven hundred. I you think, know <laughs> yeah, trust me, it wasn't it wasn't 700 when I took it just for putting your name in oh, man. those extra points. Uh, it, it was brutal last night. I mean, I, I want to apologize to the national audience uh, for just I feel like we should forcing have- them to endure the that slop fest that was last night. The, the NFC East is an embarrassment to modern day football. It really is. I'd rather go back and watch black and white, uh, black and white film of football in the fifties than watch this garbage. And I'll tell you what I did last night. And I, I do this from time to time, but I've never done it for an Eagles game. Last night around seven o'clock, I'm like, you know, I just had dinner, and I'm like, you know, feeling a little, little tired. I had a long day. You know, watched a lot of football. Had some cocktails. I'm like, you know what? There's no way I'm staying up to watch this stupid game. I'm going to set the DVR and I'm going to go to bed. I went to bed at 8.15. I was wow. asleep by 8.18, okay? After, I mean, before probably the first snap. 
And I woke up at 6 a.m. and popped the TV on and watched the game in less than an hour. And I couldn't fast forward fast enough through that hot garbage. Yeah. That was awful. See, Absolutely brutal. You had the ability to fast forward through that. Yeah. All I could do was just pause every time they went to a commercial and then hold off and get on my phone and do something so I could breeze through it. But to your point, at this time last night, I was kind of breezing through some of the game instead of just waiting for the commercials. To yeah. Look, look it, it was awful. It was such a bad performance last night overall. It was just such an awful performance by this Philadelphia Eagles offense. And look, here's one thing that I don't want to hear anymore, which is everybody's hurt. Everybody's hurt. Yeah. They had they had Travis Fulgham out there who has been lights out. For now, four four of five weeks, he scored. I mean, this guy, no matter what defenses are doing, they can't stop him. I'm not saying he's Devontae Adams, Julio Jones. No, but he's pretty good. Yeah, he's pretty good so far. They had Travis Fulgham. They had the return of Jalen Rager, who was a first-round draft pick on the field last night. And they had Dallas Goddard, who was right. healthy. So he's got you one target. guys. One target. Now, one that's target. A story. But, I mean, look, I get the line, Barrett, was all mixed up and messed up, and you had uh, Jordan no moving around. Hey, thank you. You will now have talented guys that Carson Wentz can throw the football to. You can't only blame injuries anymore. And let me give you one better. How about, you know, dump truck, Boston Scott? Uh, see, it only took he, one game. But, look, I'm just saying, he had, what, six carries for 70 yards? Are you kidding me? And we don't go back. We don't. We don't mm -hmm. just run him into the ground. Mm -hmm. Come on. Yeah. The worst run know. defense. They rank thirty-two on run defense. No, Doug. And we stop running the too. ball. Yeah. No, you're right. This you're is right. idiotic. They all do. And Jim Schwartz doesn't get any credit. It, it was Ben Narducci. That kid. Look, the Dallas Cowboys on offense looked like they hadn't practiced all week. It looked like Ben Narducci came in in the second, third quarter of a game cold, mm -hmm. and he had a week's worth of practice. Right. Don't, well, take, I mean, don't take him off the hook. Well, I mean, I'm going to tell you, Swartz did. I mean, they couldn't, they couldn't get in the end zone. And if he would have gotten the end zone, then I'd have something to say to Swartz. I got to leave Swartz alone. He I mean, he called a he called a pretty aggressive game, and, and I, I, was, I, was, I was proud of him, considering the fact that, uh, you know, that big play slay, was out a majority of the second half. Mm -hmm. Um Ducci threw for more yards than Carson Wentz. Last yeah, but come on, Barrett. I mean, <laughs> right. you, me, you, me, and Aton could have designed a defense to to stop that. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. Seriously. I mean, it was so bad at one point when Thank Dallas you. was driving the football, Chris Collinsworth referred to it as peewee football. He's like, <laughs> well, you know, we got the guard who's the second best player on the field, and then we got the best running back. Let's just run behind the guard. It's like what you do in peewee. Exactly. How do you think about that. He said exactly. that. He yes. said that where they everybody knows exactly what's coming on right. both sides of the football. It's just line up and see who's got more talent. <laughs> right. And, and I get as an offensive lineman, you probably love that to death, Barrett, because sure. you know it's like you versus the other guy. But I mean, think about the lack of strategy that it would take to beat Dallas, and they still struggle to do it. It, it was, you know, it's a travesty when Chris turns around and says, "Well, we've done." Every uh, I mean, every Sunday night football game, Eagles, Dallas, and we usually have something to watch. Mm -hmm. But I tell you, these past three times has been something awful, and it's this this is some awful football we're watching right now. And when he says that, that's crazy. Yep. Now, all right. Now, I, I got to bring this up, and I don't know. I, I see Jeff Bruder on the stream. You can get us phillyvoice.com slash the middle at B Brooks. 
seven two NBCS. <laughs> you hate that, don't you? Hate it. <laughs> no, it's it's just I got to get the the semblance right of it. At Shander Show for me, Ron Culver's in the house. At Ron Two Ends Culver, and of course our phone number eight hundred two two four two thousand four. But think of this: last night, and Bruder brought this up on the stream about that defensive touchdown. There was some shadiness. I've never seen this go down before. And before Harry jumps on at me about a bet here, a bet there, I was able to double down margin of victory in near the end of the game. So I made up anything I lost on the Cowboys. This is not a, but that was a bad beat last night for anybody who took the Cowboys. And here's why. Vinnie Curry, they showed that play a couple of times over where Vinnie Curry was down and clearly the Cowboys guy was ripping at the ball. Now, what was shady about this, and guys, I can't remember the last time I've seen this, where there was a play of that magnitude in question in which no referee was spotted going up to the cameras. Um, it's going to be, you know, defense ball. There was no explanation. They None. just moved on mm. to the yeah. two-point conversion and the kickoff, and they kept replaying it, asking themselves, is this a play or not? I mean, what the hell was that? The hey. referees didn't even come out. Hey, let's be honest. The referees were tired of watching that garbage, too. They're like, let's, <laughs> listen, let's just get this game over with, please. And were it not for that, the Eagles don't cover the number. So, but did you notice Al yes, Michaels was on, point. right, but he was on top of the situation at the end of the game where, where even though he missed Boger's call that said it was Eagles ball on the one fumble, he totally missed that, but he was aware of the point spread and had Dallas scored on a, you know, a, a garbage touchdown at the end, they'd have covered the number. Right. And he said, though, mistakenly, this would be one of the worst bad beats of all. The bad beat was Vinnie Curry down. No explanation from an official. They didn't even go to the camera and let the official embarrass himself and give some wacky answer. They just smoothed it over. And then there was another one where Zerline on the free kick. Oh, oh yeah. Right. It goes up in the air and it looks like it was Cowboys ball. And then there's nothing. No, no. Again, no explanation from an official. Nobody going over and asking an official anything. They just went to their guy in the booth, Terry McCauley. And mm -hmm. that was it. Like well, two big plays were. No, it's no. three. It was three. You know, it was three, right? That that game was rigged. Hold on. But there was three times that that happened also. One, the last, the last, one, the third one was how about there's an injured player back like 30 yards back, mm -hmm. and they went up there and they and and they and they um and they stopped the clock by by grounding it. They stopped the clock when there's an injured player 30 yards back the other way. Clock should have stopped anyway. The clock should have stopped, but right. how do they run a play with a guy 30 yards back there? I didn't even see and there was that. No, and it was three, yeah. it was eight seconds left on the clock. I didn't even yeah. see that, Barrett. I was probably fast forwarding at the time. My apologies. Right. Now, how does no, that happen? But, you got an injured, you got an end. No, it's an injured Eagles player. Yeah. That's 30 yards back, but they 30 yards forward, and they're able to go down, snap the ball, and ground the ball to stop the clock with eight exactly. seconds left. Somebody down there in that officiating crew had the Eagles covering that game because okay. that defensive <laughs> touchdown was a travesty. Well, you know. now, do you know that he really had possession in order to fumble the football? In other words, to be touched? Because I don't know that he had full possession of that ball. Okay, to your point, though, Harry, every single time there is a play. Look, it's a defensive score. It's a pretty big play in a game. Right. It was reviewed. It, it, 
but we didn't even get any response. Like they didn't even go to the referee right. and, and say, hey, this is what happened. Right. And give an opportunity for an explanation. No, you're right about that. And it that's what I'm saying. Boger wanted out of there. He's just like, you know what? Just run the two point conversion or the or the PAT, whatever it is. And how about that two point conversion attempt from Jalen Hurts? He was lollygagging on that yeah. play. That that's was atrocious. In fact, I, I haven't seen anything remotely that impresses me about the play designs and any kind of imaginative, creative type designs for any of these Jalen Hurts plays. This has been an abject failure. Yeah, and and you know there was rumblings in in the uh, in the newsroom, and mm-hmm. you know a couple people on Twitter, well, a lot of people on Twitter saying. If this had been any other time, any other quarterback, Carson would have been benched. Four turnovers, you got to bench him. Mm-hmm. But you bench him to go where? Who's going to be the quarterback? Right. You're going to put Jalen out there? No, you can't do it. So you can't bench him. No. And But then you also got to look at this. Who's going to hold Carson accountable on the sideline? Who's going to help him? Not even hold him accountable. Mm-hmm. Who's there helping Carson? Nope. We need somebody there to help him. Period. Point, but when you have games like this, and, and and things start snowballing, and you eventually get you know uh, 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 you're in a position where you're trying to correct yourself and you can't correct yourself. They need somebody to correct him. Are you saying, Garrett Barrett, that there's not enough coaching for this quarterback? That that's what's morning wig enough. Gangarello. I don't think there's any. I don't know if there's any. Press Taylor. <laughs> right. He's on the sideline trying to work this out himself. No, you need somebody there. Think of who was the backup quarterback last year? Uh, it was old guy. He's forty two years old. Whatever. His right, bring him back. You know, I know they're paying a twelve grand a week to be on the practice squad. Bring him back up here. Have him on the sideline on game day to talk him through these pictures. Talk him through what's going on. Talk him through these mistakes. Give him some input and analysis on why he's playing as bad as he's playing because he can't self correct. This evident. He's not able to do it. Mm-hmm. I, I, Give me somebody. Real quick, and you can open it up again. You can hit us up on Twitter, 800-224-2004. We'll try and track down some audio as people are saying that it, it was a little awkward last night. I'm sure he was grilled. Doug Peterson, the coach, was grilled like a loss more so. But think of this. I mean, who is the last guy to really fall off like Carson Wentz is to where we've seen this guy or a quarterback lead a team to, granted, in 2017 he got hurt, but he was the MVP before he got hurt. So playing at such a high level, I mean, this is what happens with closers and kickers mm-hmm. guys that just have these flash in the pan seasons. And then, then they lose it. it. Yes. Yeah. So here we are again, it's the middle Philly slash the middle. A lot of other things going on in the NFL. We'll see who had the best win of the day. If anybody outdid the Steelers and a couple of really disappointing losses, it's the middle. And of course on sports map radio. The philosophy that guides my work as an attorney is, number one, that we are in place of a position of trust. And that trust provides a certain obligation upon us that we must um, fulfill for each and every client. That a client just simply isn't another number. Uh, While we may have many cases here, um, the client only has one. And they deserve the utmost attention, information, and a full and candid Um, relay of the aspects of their litigation and for us to be available for questions. We understand that the questions involved in litigation go beyond the case. Uh, The the clients often have many challenges that they have to face as a result of the um, incident that led them to us. And we must first and foremost appreciate that 
and make sure that we're there to help throughout not only the case, but also throughout the client's life. All right, we're back here in two minutes. So you got up for a 445 hit, Aton? Yeah. Wow. wow. Now, what, when yeah. do you get up for that? Do you do it from your house? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, okay. Like I was in studio or anything, like Barrett was late. No, you no. had to get out of there until, um, well, the post game, the post game show ended at, at uh, one o'clock. And then mm-hmm. there's a um, there's a show afterwards that I do a little hit in there, mm-hmm. and you know birds outsiders and I I was I got home right around two two fifteen. Now who hosts that show? Um, it's a uh, Ron um, Ron Burton and Joe Giglio Joe, Joe Giglio. Oh okay. So you know I mean it's, it's a nice you know it's a social media uh, yeah show. It's like you what know? they do for the Sixers that show. Right right yeah. it's the same thing same yeah. thing so. I do a I do a hit on that afterwards, and um, by the time I, I, I'm tell you what, man, I, I my Ritalin was all gone, man. I needed me a little Adderall. I mean, I needed mm-hmm. something, bro, to just get me going, get me back focused, bro. It was, yeah. it was crazy how tired I was. And I got to the house, and this is what really pisses me off. I got to wake up and let my dogs out seven thirty, eight o'clock. Yeah. So I got to get up, and then I can't go back to sleep because I got a mattress guy coming to put a mattress, a new mattress on our bed. Mm-hmm. And this is the worst part right here. Have you ever seen? Have you looked under your bed lately? Yeah. Does your wife clean clean underneath the bed? Of course. I not mine. Yeah. And I don't either. Yeah. No. So I saw I saw some stuff there. I'm like, where did this come from? <laughs> this is this old. I'm like, yo. <laughs> I mean, I found stuff that I'm like, come on, man. Are you kidding me? I mean, I found my bet my best pair of tweezers. I found under there, man. I've been looking for him for for months. You're listening to The Middle on the SportsMap Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Uh, We continue live, of course, locally, phillyvoice.com slash the middle, where you can watch and consume the program here and last night clearly a setback for anybody watching the offenses on both teams were just brutal and the nfc east is definitely going to be won by the eagles it's really just a matter of how bad they'll be and and i don't know maybe andy dalton or, or something turns around it was nice to see jerry jones face up there in the box. I mean, he didn't move. He, he mm. looked like a, a fresh round of Botox. Like his face was just frozen every time they went up to him. Will you shut up? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, think, you know, this is what's maddening about last outside of the refs rigging that game and giving zero explanation for three huge plays. Which is Killing me today. Don't you just love Aton Barrett when he loses a bet? It, the game was rigged. Oh, he's sour. <laughs> he always sour. As I look, I, I capped that actually sour. before that touchdown hit, I jumped on margin of victory more than 13, 13 okay. points. So the defensive touchdown rounded things out for me. So I was mm-hmm. able to break a little even. But, Good. I mean, come on, let's be fair. There was no explanation outside of that. You know, you got these guys. This is like a moral victory. 
you got Mike McCarthy saying, you know, it's not there, but we feel really good. I mean, everybody just feels good. Like Dallas was historically bad on defense. They were running a third string quarterback and the Eagles played so poorly last night that Dallas actually feels good today. <laughs> well, here's the thing. I don't know how much they really wanted uh, Ben DiNucci in that football game because on the second play of the game, I think it was, he was a lead blocker yeah. uh, down We're- the left-hand side. And, I, you know, <laughs> Collinsworth is raving about this, this play. I'm like, dude, what happens if he gets hurt on the second play? Who's the backup? So I had to look it up. It's this guy, I think it's uh, Gary Gilbert or something, who played with some bum from Texas a few years ago. That's who right, that right. would have been the quarterback if, if uh, Danucci gets hurt. Well, that they, Gary they, Gilbert. Signed, right? Gary Gilbert, he, yeah. He played some sort of uh, AAFL or some sort of arena. They showed him on the sidelines. Yeah, I don't know. He stinks. They put a really good <laughs> arena number, so maybe oh, yeah. two numbers. Good. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah. It, it, I'd have rather it, watched arena football than that last night. And arena again, football yeah. sucks. Exactly. Well, and, you know, and and once again, you know, I'm I'm too too tied to this team, and I, I got to find a way to. You guys got to teach me, man, how to get emotionally separated from the teams that I played for, the teams that you know that I that I have loyalty to, because you know I I'd lose a lot of money, a lot of money, you know, trying to bet mm. and do all this stuff. So you guys got to help me out, man. Well, I mean, the first thing, you, you never bet on your own team because you're a fan. Like, you never bet as right. a fan. Right. So that's that's the first thing. And it's hard for some people, so they just don't have to bet. Not everybody has to bet. Betting is I don't, everybody. yep. And, you know, from that regard, it's it's tough to separate yourself. Orlando Apollos, the Penguin AZ, oh. Arizona. There we go. So I told you, the Orlando, that Orlando football has to be some sort of arena right i mean they're playing yeah. indoors with with some sort of big fan there but that's even, a hotbed that's a hotbed for uh arena football for, in fact, yeah, you uh, a and the a2 you had a bunch over there yeah 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 i mean coaches going like to become a2. nfl coaches that sounds like a2 to me right. <laughs> it <laughs> yeah. definitely does yeah so you go from that game now earlier in the day clearly the biggest statement i would think across the board is what the pittsburgh steelers did they went into baltimore and they not only survived but they won that football game and it wasn't pretty and it didn't have to be pretty because you were on the road and nobody you were the rich man's bears hmm. right the bears were just a, a bunch of hot air that nobody wanted to buy into and steelers people bought into but nobody wanted to say yeah they might have a shot against kansas city is there a team right now that separated themselves more so from the rest of the pack outside of KC than the Steelers? I would think not with that pretty big victory. And look, that defense is insanely good and aggressive and it's just so much fun to watch. Yeah, and Baltimore sustained a huge injury in that game. Ronnie Stanley yeah. went down and uh, I don't know what happened to his ankle, but they had to pull the card out and they put him in an air cast. It did not look good. But yeah, that, w- that was a big win. I enjoyed watching that football game. You know, there were at least three quarterbacks yesterday, guys, that had four turnovers, two interceptions and two fumbles each. Jared Goff, whose team got got waylaid by the Miami Dolphins, who had all but eight first downs in the game, and Tua Tungavailoa throws for 93 yards, and they win the game. Goff had four turnovers. Lamar Jackson had four turnovers, two interceptions, and two bad fumbles, and the Pittsburgh Steelers were outgained by double what Baltimore did. The time of possession was 11 more minutes of possession for Baltimore, but they win the football game. The only reason the Eagles win that game with Carson Wentz's awful performance is because they're going up against the Danucci-led Dallas Cowboys. 
That's it. It had nothing to do with the Eagles. Nothing. No. Zero. That's that's great. That's great info, man. I'm, I'm telling you. That's next Rams, level sports. That's next level analysis. Man. Yeah, that's what you get here, man. Well, the Rams <laughs> had to have suffered the worst. Think about that. The Rams of those examples, it had to have been the worst by a mile because Tua didn't even hit 100 yards. Past. No, he had 93 yards, right. Gaskin have like 42, 47 yards on the ground. So your leading rusher didn't even hit over 50. And it was all mistakes. I tell you, Sean, look, I know this is going to come off as a hot take, but screw it. If I'm the Rams and this team once again misses the playoffs at the end of the year, I'm looking long and hard at replacing Sean McVay because he is the offensive version of Dan Quinn, a guy who had this nice little flash in the Super Bowl, brought in to be this defensive genius in Atlanta, offensive genius in L.A., and is fizzling. He's getting out coached. He's getting outsmarted, and it's by bad teams. I'm telling you. Wow. Yeah, all, yeah only the been- that is a scorching take. I am yeah, firing is. Sean McVay if they don't make the playoffs. This that year. is a scorching take. I feel like we're on one of those ESPN talking head <laughs> shows right now. I mean, this is this is unbelievable. Where's Tony Reale when we need him? <laughs> we need Ron Culver with one of those sounds that they play on the show that yeah. that has points going up, like yeah, yes, or something like that. <laughs> but you know, that's real. No points. You're right, and and you know the they the. The Miami Dolphins had the ball for a minute and 19 seconds of possession in the second quarter. They scored two touchdowns and had the ball for a minute and 19 seconds. They got a kick return, uh, and they uh, had one where they took over the ball on like the two-yard line and ran it in in one play. Crazy. <laughs> Crazy. Wow. I mean, seriously. They... Now, real quick, on the stream, an interesting question from Bruder. The Red Rocket wins the game last night for Dallas. Do you guys agree? There's no question. Yes. 15 seconds. I don't want to cut you off, Barrett. I, I, I was I was going to break it down, too, but I'll, I'll wait the 15 seconds. Okay. You always do this to me, man. No, I was going to say you could get your time in. and You're a TV guy. You could get an answer in, in 15 seconds. Dayton's <laughs> that point what? guard that dishes it to you in the corner with one Two second seconds. left on the play clock. That's the Mike Woods. Do some with it. <laughs> the philosophy that guides my work as an attorney is number one, that we are in place of a position of trust. And that trust provides a certain obligation upon us that we must um, fulfill for each and every client. That a client just simply isn't another number. Uh, while we may have many cases here, um, the client only has one. And they deserve the utmost attention, information, and a full and candid um, relay of the aspects of their litigation and for us to be available for questions. We understand that the questions involved in litigation go beyond the case. Uh, the, the clients often have many challenges that they have to face as a result of the um, incident that led them to us. And we must first and foremost appreciate that and make sure that we're there to help throughout not only the case, but also throughout the client's life. Oh, we're back in two here. Anything uh, outside of just looking at games or? What do you mean? It's so much stuff. Oh, man. Yeah. How about, how about, uh, made a trade. You know, how about we, we, we don't know what's going on with our damn country next week, I me mean, tomorrow. Well, well, yeah, there's not going to be any final uh, finalization on Tuesday night. That's for no, sure. Right, 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 right. Who knows how long this gets stretched out. But um, 
Yeah, there's so much football here, man, between this and the college and, uh, you know, uh, Trevor Lawrence not playing against Notre Dame now. That's huge right there. Yeah, that now, is What huge. is the reason why? Can, can you explain to me why? I mean, what well, if he, he gets a negative, two negative no, tests? No, it's because no, they have this protocol. cardiac protocol that they have to pass, and that takes extra time. Okay, that's, uh, what, I was, that's what I was trying to figure out, what, yeah. what that ten was. Days. Yeah, it's a 10-day thing. Right. Yeah. So you're out wow. for 10 days no right. matter what. If it yeah, was it seven, he'd be good. That kid from Georgia, I guess Georgia State, he, he caught COVID and has, now he has a um, a heart condition. He can't even play some football anymore, right? Oh, I don't know. He, he probably had a pre-existing yeah. condition. but Right. You know, I don't know. I'll tell you, this whole Jalen Hurts thing, man, I it's it's so forced and it's so bad. Yeah. It's bad. I mean, what do you do, though? You got to justify that second-round pick, though. Yeah, I know. And it ain't justifying it. <laughs> He's got right. what, he, what? He threw a pass for nine yards last night. Everybody's <clears throat> getting all excited. Well, he also got flagged for delay. Yeah, that was brutal. That was you bring him in there inside the five yard line. You'd think you'd have something ready to go, and the play clock expires. So that's not his fault either. I mean, I mean no, yes, that's on just, Doug too. Yes, I'm saying that's, that's more so on Doug. And Doug got a little little, little attitude last night, and I understand why. But he got he, we got to do our job. Yeah, you he know, needs to chill out. Right. Well, they're looking at it like they're going to win this division anyway. So, mm. so we, so do they become buyers or sellers? Still, we we still haven't you know been to that point yet. I don't think they're going to do anything. Steelers made a trade. Got a linebacker. Yep. This is the middle on the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts Studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. So news just coming down in the NFL as we are hitting the trade deadline tomorrow. Steelers traded for Avery Williamson, and you talk about an upgrade all around. First off, Steelers, nice little boost to their linebacking core. But for Williamson, think about this. Yeah. You go from opposite extremes of a totally miserable situation <laughs> to one where all you need to do is show. Like, think about this. And, and just we've all been here in this situation. I don't care if it's Barrett playing football. You or I doing a radio show or anybody across the board listening, whatever industry, however much more they're making than us or anything along those lines. We've all been. It doesn't matter how much you make or what you do, but you're in a bad situation. And all of a sudden, showing up to work is no longer fun. Yeah. And, you, you know, you get plucked. Not everybody can be traded out of their job, their sales job or their marketing job or their driving job, whatever it may be. But mm. Williamson went from the worst possible situation in the NFL to outside <laughs> Kansas City, I would think the best situation in the NFL in Pittsburgh. Yeah, no this question. is an outhouse to the penthouse situation, Aton <laughs> and Barrett. Yeah. It really is. But I got to say, I mean, I don't know where they're going to, you know, whether he, you know, he takes Spillane's spot right away or what. But Spillane had done a nice job over these last two weeks in filling in for for Bush. He had a pick six yesterday in that game that got Pittsburgh rolling. So I don't. I think this is just more. You know, they they can just stockpile more good players, and they know they have a team that is capable of winning a Super Bowl. Built to last, you know. You yeah. gotta, you gotta get players on there just in case. Because when you're on this roll, you don't want anything to defer you or derail you. You just gotta mm -hmm. keep on rocking and rolling. And you know, and that, that leads me once again to this team that I just cannot understand: Are they going to be buyers or sellers uh, at Will this point? Yes. Oh, I mean, look, I don't know what they're going to do. To be honest with you, 
uh, you know, you, you look at who might even be available, and this was. But w- what position though? That that's what I'm saying. Like I don't even realize. I don't even know if they've identified anybody that is going to be night and day, somebody that can step in and, and be like this huge talent. But you just have moves like this. I think if you look at what's happened here with the Steelers, right? You're trying to replace a guy who went down and got hurt earlier in the year. So I, I think that it, this is what the trade deadline, like Dalvin Cook is not going to be dealt before the deadline. There's not going to be some major trade before the deadline across the board. So I think you get in when you fit in, meaning, you know, you find somebody who you give up, what, a sixth round pick for maybe a sixth or fifth future, and you get somebody who's depth. Well, the Steelers right. got got Avery Williamson and a seventh round pick in exchange for a fifth round pick. And t- in, in the right? 2022 draft. Yeah. How right. about that? Now, Which, I think I think they should just capitalize right now and trade J.J. Ortega Whiteside because his market value will never be higher. Barrett Nathan. I mean, last night, sir, you know, I don't even think he played last. I night. don't think. Yeah, I don't I don't think. He, yeah. I mean, if he did, he was he was it was visible. So mm-hmm. um, I, I don't see I don't see. And, and to be honest, I, I'm going to tell you the truth, guys. It had nothing to do with really anybody else on that team. I mean, this was Carson's bad, another Carson bad game. So mm-hmm. you can't trade or bring anybody in that can that could really um, benefit the team if the if the quarterback plays bad. You know, it, I mean, the offensive line was was steady. They were okay enough to win mm-hmm. the game. They they were they could run block. They run block excellent. Um, there were some problems with trading off stunts, but that's just because the offensive lines were shuffled so much that neither, you know, the left side or the right side could pass off stunts consistently because they haven't played together consistently. Yeah, Mylotta so, had a bad Olay early in that game. Right, right, right. <laughs> that, that was pretty bad. But yeah. you just moved him to right tackle. So yeah. those are all things that will get better in time once these guys play together, uh, then, you know, another week. You know, Jason Peters, he stays the left tackle. Then he'll work it out with Nate Herbig. But Herbig was not punching off the, uh, the, the ET stunt, which, I mean, the TE stunt, which allowed a little bit of pressure, you know, up the middle because he couldn't get off on the guy soon enough. Those are all things they'll get better at just from playing together, him and Jason Peters. But you can't get better as a team conceptually if you don't have your main guy, your franchise quarterback, playing at a higher level. He caused a lot of that himself, self-inflicted wounds, which is hurting everybody else. So who do you trade for and who do you get? Now you you watch this stuff on the the all twenty two. I do not. Yep, I would if I had the availability. I don't. What are you seeing on these these plays where Carson ends up having to just try to make something out of nothing, throw the ball away, eat it, uh, take a sack, whatever? Guys are are guys open? There are guys open. Conceptually, you got to look at plays. Like when I look at all twenty two, or when I'm looking at the game, I'm looking at all right. Then what was the play design? What were they trying to accomplish on the play? Offensive line, what was their purpose? You know, oh, you know, are they got four down in the mic in the protection? The mic linebackers right there, they're blocking the four defense, I mean four defensive linemen. Now, somebody else comes, who's in who's gonna have that guy? Is it the back? Is the tight end? It's gonna be a hot route. That's what quarterback's guy. And then I look at all right, then the objective of the play, what altered it? You know, what made him run? What made him keep it? Mm-hmm. And a lot of the times he just wanted to keep it because he wanted to get the big play. A bigger or sometimes, play. Yeah. yeah. Or you know, he might have got rushed and he slid out and he thought he could outrun a safety just mm-hmm. like on that on that sack fumble. He's not a better athlete than a safety. Yeah. He's not outrunning a safety. For him to think that he could, he was outside the box, throw the ball away. 
Get it out your hands. Live the fight another day. Stop trying to elongate the play. Play within the framework of what they're asking you to do inside the play. And that's what you have to do sometimes. Understand that they're running a play to accomplish a specific goal. You know, that's what it is. The interception last week. He had it was this play was designed to go to two curl routes on the outside, get the first downs, keep the sticks moving. We're in the red zone. Instead, he's trying to go to the post corner with the tight end. Richard Rogers running a I mean, how much time do you think you're gonna have Richard Rogers running a a, a, a deep route? Come on, man. Are you kidding me? No, he's no. not gonna have enough time. You can't block that long for him to get there. So the sensible thing to do is to throw to where the play is supposed to go. Two curl routes wide open, get it to him, get the sticks moving. They were playing all coverage, even though it was man. That's what you have to do. That was a play action play on the on the, uh, this week on the first fumble. Right. Play action. Yeah. He had no time to block it. He saw ghost. Okay, now I understand. You want to get out the pocket, make something happen. When you see nothing's happening, get the ball out your hands. Mm-hmm. So when I watch all twenty-two, I see these things, and then it drives me nuts because then I say, "Oh, you know, I'll, I'll just try to be aggressive." Yes, there's time yeah. to be aggressive, but how do you? What do you do? Do you coach it out of them? And make him an average player, or do you, you know, continually, uh, you know, fertilize that 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 you know that plant and and, and let it grow more? But he's got to have somebody there, a, a system of checks and balances in which, you know, they could tell him, "Hey, man, you got to stop doing this and do this. Live the fight another day. Take this, take that. You know, you can't always be ultra aggressive." I, I yeah, look, man. I, I think you've exhausted it. I don't think we need to talk about the Eagles the rest of the show. That's why I did that, Aton. I'm so sick and tired of this god-awful football team and people talking about them in, in any positive light about this and that. Like, I, I want this. I'm This team is so ugly. They're such an ugly football team. They're tough to watch. I mean, think about what we saw last night to what's going on around the NFL. And not every team is playing exceptionally well, but even in losses, You've had teams play better than that. And and look, you're you know, you're not going to get a better breakdown as far as what's happened and what's gone wrong with the key figure in Carson Wentz on this team. Fever is the leading sign of COVID-19. So use an accurate thermometer for twice daily temperature checks. Protect your loved ones with the Exergen Temporal Scanner. It takes an accurate reading in seconds and is the only home thermometer used and recommended by hospitals, physicians, and clinics. Stay safe. With exergen. All right, let's look at this real quick here before we break and, and kind of wrap the hour coming up here on the middle phillyvoice.com slash the middle 800 224 2004, your phone number. Who do you trust more right now? Because everything is Kansas City. Right? I, I don't think that despite them routing the Jets, I don't think anybody is taking anything away from the Chiefs and knocking them off the, well, they have to be beat first. But you really have, I would think, two teams right now in the NFL, despite the parity and how up and down that middle bunch is. You really have two teams right now that have made some pretty big statements over the weekend. Pittsburgh, as we talked about, now 7-0, and mm-hmm. and they've run through everybody, including a good Baltimore team. And then we had yesterday afternoon, granted San Francisco's banged up, but Seattle, I know they had that one loss, but... Here's Seattle, and all they've done is win with DK Metcalf as an absolute specimen. Monster. Who do you trust more to beat Kansas City? Seattle and what would be a Super Bowl, or Pittsburgh and what would be the AFC Championship? Pittsburgh. Without a doubt. No hesitation. No, I'm not hesitating. No. 
Wow, yeah. there's nope. no love at all for Seattle. Seattle. Well, Seattle's defense isn't any good. They they're getting better. I mean, they went out and made a, a, a mid trade and, and brought Carlos Dunlap in. They you know they're getting um, Adams. You know is a, is a you know next level type of player. But talk about a complete team mm-hmm. that um you know Ben Roethlisberger is playing great football. He didn't play you know? great football this weekend though. He was not good. No, he but, was good enough, but he wasn't. Exactly, he yeah, wasn't exactly. great. Yeah. Exactly. And that's a sign of a good team. A good yeah. team can win ugly and you still, you know, you still look at them as like, all right, they still have an opportunity. Mm-hmm. You know, they have they have a, a check and balance where if the offense is not playing good, the defense can pick them up. If the defense is not playing good, the offense can pick them up. You know, that's that's right. you know, that's the sign of a good team. Right. Well, that was the um, opposite of what happened to Green Bay, where everybody was playing like, you know, what, exactly, except for exactly. Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams. No, their offense, if their offense doesn't don't go out there and play well, they're not going to win the game because that defense is not up to a level in which you can count on them being able to stop a team consistently. Yeah, they're going to outscore more so than than stop people. How about that message that was sent by Minnesota yesterday? Like, hey, Dalvin Cook is going to win us this game. Cousins, we're not going to allow you to screw it up. He had fourteen <laughs> pass attempts yesterday. I think he was eleven and fourteen for a modest amount of yardage. I almost shed a tear more than cousins. Yeah, Cook was amazing. I almost shed a tear. I mean, that's football to me. Mm -hmm. I mean, I loved it. You understand what you have in that running back. So you're just gonna say, all right, the head coach is gonna say, all right, you're gonna fire me. I'm gonna do it my way. I'm not doing it how conventional wisdom would tell you to win in this league right now by throwing the ball. I'm gonna hand it off to my first round guy that I invested in to be the focal point and the jewel of my team. And if you could stop it, then you'll stop it, and I'm out of here. But I don't think you can. I'm lining up my offensive line. We're running the rock, and we're going to make you like it. To me, that's football. So think about this. Seattle is the one – I would think Seattle would be the odds-on favorite to represent the NFC right now. And based on the conversation, neither one of you want to give or at least put them in the same ring as Kansas City. Are we missing anybody? I mean, even after yesterday, I don't think that Green Bay is in total panic because that's not a sustainable way to beat teams up and down by handing Dalvin Cook the ball right. 60 times every week. Yeah. But I, I don't, don't know. forget about Tampa Bay. That's what I'm saying. Tonight we'll don't see. Forget. Tonight we'll really? see. Oh, okay. oh, here it is. Eitan's oh, gone. He's on the Giants plus no, 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 10 no. and a half. I've already taken the Bucks at 10 and a half. But <laughs> let's do this. We'll, we'll take a quick break. And then uh, somebody here, it's not going to be me. So maybe it's Barrett. Maybe it's Harry. Maybe it's somebody on the stream, phillyvoice.com slash the middle. Somebody's going to explain how Tampa Bay with a win tonight is the best team or the team to beat in the NFC when we still have Russ. I got you. All right. That's the co-MVP is Russ and DK. All right. It's phillyvoice.com slash the middle. We are live locally from the Fritz and B and Cooley studios and across the board on Sports Map Radio. The philosophy that guides my work as an attorney is, number one, that we are in place of a position of trust. And that trust provides a certain obligation upon us that we must um, fulfill for each and every client. That a client just simply isn't another number. Uh, While we may have many cases here, um, the client only has one. And they deserve the utmost attention, information, and a full and candid um, relay of the aspects of their litigation and for us to be available for questions. We understand that the questions involved in litigation go beyond the case. Uh, the, the clients often have 
many challenges that they have to face as a result of the um, incident that led them to us. And we must first and foremost appreciate that and make sure that we're there to help throughout not only the case, but also throughout the client's life. The, 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 middle. the middle. Are you calling him Yannick because you can't pronounce Ngakwe, or is he like a soccer player to you that is good enough to be called by his first name only? It's not like he's share status, right. where he has deserved his own or name. Ronaldo. Right. That's right. probably, yeah, because you went yeah. soccer, so I should have stayed soccer and not gone share. But I do think, right, that we're talking about a guy who's probably just more known as yeah, Yannick right. than Yannick Ngakwe or just Ngakwe or that guy who was disgruntled in Jacksonville. Although Cher on that battleship, on that video that she did a ton of years ago, man, I still go back to that. that now we got Cher. Yeah. Now we, we transfer. If I can turn Cher. back time, isn't that the song? Are, are you that in on the Cher video? Like, I couldn't tell you a Cher. Yeah, video. yeah. If I could turn back time, it was on this battleship. I'm watching it right now. The Middle with Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Weekdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern. Oh, we're back here in a minute. Whoops. You see the situation in uh, the Netherlands with this train? No. There was a metro train that blasted through its final stop, like through this wall at the end of the tracks. Okay, it's elevated. It's an elevated train, like 30 feet in the air. Okay. And it blew through the boundary. What? So it would have plummeted 30 feet, you know, down. But it, it landed instead on this sculpture that was just at the edge, like beyond the end of the tracks, a whale tail, like sculpture. And the sculpture saved the train from falling and probably killing a bunch of people. Oh my it's crazy. God. Like the pictures are crazy. Holy shit. You see it? No, I'm going to look. It's, oh, on, yeah, yeah. it's on Twitter right now. Like I see it. Yeah. yeah, that's crazy. How about that? In Rotterdam. Like part of the, looks like it's part of the sculpture. I know. I know. <laughs> so clearly the sculpture was there before the tracks. Here we go. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know why I, I think of that every time I hear it. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> now who is that, Aton? Who are you like like uh channeling there? No idea. And Harry Mays. Oh yeah, it's the middle. <laughs> now I we have to talk about this, not to be no pun intended here, derailed, but you just brought this up in the break. And for mm. all those watching in the break, Phillyvoice.com slash the middle. This would be something right out of Ron Culver's fake news, which is going to be tomorrow, mm-hmm. Tuesdays and Thursdays, 1225 Eastern. But this is surreal right now. What's yeah. happening in the, the Netherlands? Yeah, it's in Rotterdam, and it's a, a, a metro train that was running on, a, on tracks that were elevated, like about 30 feet in the air. Okay? Like the L train that we have here. Correct. And the train blew through the final stop and actually blew through the end of the tracks. There's like a a wall, you know, like a little wall. uh, And it blew through that and it would have plummeted 30 feet down to the ground were it not for this sculpture of a whale tail that was, you know, near the end of the tracks. And the train actually made it out to the whale tail and that prevented it from falling down. Apparently there, there are no passengers on board. There was just maybe the engineer. Oh, okay. So yeah. So is it normally not a passenger train or is this an industrial train? Uh, No, this is a passenger train. I'm looking at pictures of it. It's like a subway. 
Okay. Yeah. Not like a Subway sandwich that's not real bread, according no. to people in Ireland. Okay. <laughs> right. Well, With like a lot of bread, a lot of lettuce, a lot of oil, vinegar, and like one slice of meat. You know, normally, uh, if you were to put whale tail on a Google search, or if whale tail were trending, it would be normally up Harry's alley of like a genre mm. that you could search for like racy videos. No, no, no. No, you it'd know, be like a Porsche. Like like a Porsche car with the whale tail on. That's what I think. Yeah. Whale tail is, is a fashion statement women make. Oh, really? Yeah, you're not familiar with the whale tail? No, I got to check this out. Whale tail is like if you have a... Okay, Ron Culver, before I dive into this, because Barrett and Harry are unfamiliar with this, are you familiar with the whale tail as far as like a female clothing, article of clothing, or to describe a female article of clothing? You're on an island by yourself, my friend. <laughs> All right. Well, apparently, whale tail is if you were to if you were to look at the reverse of a woman who was wearing a thong and the sides are up over her jeans or pants. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm looking at it now. Yeah. See, you know exactly. Oh, what now I know what you're yeah. talking about. So when I hear yeah. whale tail, I think it's something completely different. <laughs> well, I've played whales tails. It's a drinking game back in college. No, I don't know that. You'll have to tell us this coming up in the break. Oh. Here. We're back hour two. It's the middle. All right. Now, what? What? All right. So uh, you, now you guys, we're off the network so we can be a little more descriptive. But it's basically like if you're looking at a woman and she has a thong on and the thong is up over her pants. Gotcha. So like if she's wearing a cutoff shirt or a short shirt and you can see from behind. you Just can below see the tramp stamp. No, it's not not the tattoo. It's the I said just below the tramp stamp. Uh, yeah, or covers. Right, one of the two. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I know you know moms are out there listening, so I apologize, Mrs. Brooks, Mrs. Mays, and yeah, anybody else. But you know, I, I had to be somewhat descriptive about the mm -hmm. article of clothing. Uh, no, I thought you did a great job. That's a great job by yeah. you. Yeah, I'm looking it up. I still can find it. I had to look on Pinterest to see what it was. <laughs> Pinterest. Pinterest. That, that's my favorite, bro. I, I really? See, I, get, I get all my ideas um, from like the table I'm about to build, man. Yeah. I can't wait, man. When I go off the show, I'm going out in my garage. I'm going to start my table. You know, I'm making it like a, I, I, man, I, I'm going to walk I'm gonna walk us through this process, you know, as, as, as we go through making this table. Hmm. So. My goodness, man. I didn't realize that Pinterest was a hot spot. Especially yeah. for like, you know, this is whale tails. Do they yeah. have their own section of women in thongs for whale tails? It's a, it's a, it's a, a very, very, it's a very good array of, of, of uh, women with whale tails. Most of them like, and, you know, it's different from like a man with the plumbers. They have a lot of the plumber views. Plumbers butt. Yeah. yeah Nobody wants what, that. That's what it looks. Oh. Well, this is, this is, this is the way it looks. Out on the plumber's butt. Well, it, these are whale tail butts. Yeah, I can deal with the whale tail butt. I'm yeah. in on that. Yeah, and you ever notice, like, when you see uh, that the plumber's butt on the football field, it's always an offensive lineman? Always. Yeah. And always. it's usually, like, a guard or the center. It's yeah. never the tackle. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know, we were kind of the trendy guy. We're usually a little better athletes than most guards. You know, you play guard when you're not as good an athlete. Mm -hmm. Play tackle. That's why my progression of going from tackle to guard to center throughout my career was usually, you know, dictated by my athleticism leaving my body. So it was like a a, a regression of athleticism going down and down and, and down. down. 
Oh my goodness, man. I can't believe that this buy is like, uh, I'm so used to watching bad football. I don't know what to do. With <laughs> we might see some good football. Huh? <laughs> I know, but it's like a void, you know, I'm, I'm thinking like, damn. I, so how are you watching the game tonight? Yeah, I watched the game tonight. Yeah, me too. I mean, I probably won't watch all of it, but I'll watch, you know, I'll get at least a half. Well, I'm gonna come in after I, you know, work on this this uh table for a little while, you know, come in and um uh, fry some wings up and I'm sit down and watch the game. Use the air fryer? You know, I, I might do that. Air fryer, man. I'm gonna tell you what, you just don't put any flour on it, but man, those wings when they come out of air fryer are unbelievable. So I love it. Do they taste? Because I, I don't have an air fryer. We have the air fryer, but we haven't set it up. It's amazing, Aton. Amazing. Yeah, I, I can bake wings. Yeah, well, these are these are like baked wings, but have a crispy outside. Oh, it's unbelievable. You, and if you season them just right. Oh, now, you can pretty much air fry anything. Like, can you like you can deep fry anything? Like, well, yeah, fry, but you just don't put you don't flour. Put flour on it. Yeah. Put it like this. I um for the last two weeks, I've been without uh, an oven. OK, the, there was a fuse that blew in my oven. So Sears, you know, they're supposed to come out and fix it. They come out to fix it. And they don't have the fuse. They say, "All right, we're going to have, we're going to send it to you." So it takes them two weeks to get the damn fuse to me. Oh so God. I'm still without a, a an oven. But I've been, you know, you know, crafty as I am, multitasking. I um I baked a, some small cakes in this air fryer. I um chicken, French fries, um, you name it. I do everything in this air fryer. It's amazing. Okay, man, man, check this it's out. Amazing. Any interest in Desmond King? Chargers are aggressively shopping him. All pro D back and cornerback. Really, good. really yeah. good. I think yeah. he's from Iowa too, isn't he? An Iowa kid. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's aggressive also. But we don't need him here because we don't no. play we don't play that style of uh defense. Boy, the Chargers gonna charge her. They found another way to lose a football game yesterday. Yeah, My God. I can't believe Denver was able to put up all those points in the second half. My Jeez. I mean, you know, I talked about how it must be just so bad to be a Jets fan. Imagine being a Chargers fan where you actually should win games. Yeah. And they just lose them at the end. Awful. It really is awful. I mean, they were up double digits. And yeah. You think, in, you know, in order to lose that game. Oof. I mean, Herbert, it's not the end of the world because you're growing that. And, you know, you get a top pick with Herbert, you know, around him. But, yeah, that, that was that was a tough loss, man. Tough loss, especially when you look at how that played out. Um, they here. Just so you know, um, it's really bad over here. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I agree with you, Bruder. He can play. So we're back in about 40. What do you mean it's bad over there? The lights have flickered a couple of times. Yeah, I lost my power twice already today. Yeah, it's really windy. So yeah. if I lose power, my generator will kick it right in, like two seconds right in. But the problem mm. is that my router has to restart. That had to reboot. Right. So I think this broadcast will still go without me. You think so? I do. I think so. Hmm. Why Why? Why are you guys saying that? What's, what's going on over there? No, like I'll be back up, but it might take me four or five minutes to get back is my point. If I lose power, that's all. So, no, I'm saying why is it with, with storms? It's re- Yeah, it's really windy. Like I've got 30 this mile per hour Dow winds Media here. I'm sure it's like that with Harry, too. With Jacob Media. 
And you, my friend, are caught in the middle. The Middle starts now on the SportsMap Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Home loans that fit your life. Rocket can. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. All right, we have an ambitious second hour here ready for you coming up. We're going to try to, or somebody on this show, maybe even somebody out there on the stream, is going to try to explain how this is going to be a necessary yet important victory for the Tampa Bay Bucks to lay their claim as the best team in the NFC, even though, mind you, the Seahawks won yesterday. We also have some trade rumors continuing to be thrown out there in the NFL. We have also at least two big moments. Here's what I would say. At least two big non-Kansas State moments that happened over the weekend in college football, including one that we'll have to start with when we get back on the network coming up in five minutes, and that's the absence of Trevor Lawrence and what this means. I mean, there's a pretty big ripple effect of no Trevor Lawrence Alabama continues. We've got a gigantic game this weekend with Georgia. Also, as we mentioned, even Kansas State, as relevant and ranked as they'll be for now, at least. So we we got a lot of things going on in this second hour that we'll, we'll just try and jam down your throat from a football standpoint. And I'm sure the Eagles will make their way back into it. I don't know if you want it, but I can provide a too early recap. And that's what I dub it as a way too early recap of the undoing since I saw it this morning. I don't know when the two of you plan on watching this week's episode. Well, that'll be today. Okay. Barrett. Yeah. All right. Harry, if you're going to watch today, I'm going to watch today. Yeah. Cause because my wife wants to see it. She was hooked on episode one Great. and was actually upset with me that uh, since I chose not to watch the football game live last night, why didn't I stay up and watch the undoing with her? And I said, forget it. I'm going to bed. I'm out. Fair gripe by the wife. By it the is way. a fair gripe. Yeah, absolutely. All right, yeah. Barrett's in too. You're in. I'm, I'm in. I'm gonna watch tonight. All right. Well, that's good work by you, Harry. Yeah. Put your foot down. Hey, Put I do what I want. I do. You know, it's my life. I live it the way I want to live it, Barrett. All right. We're back okay. in three minutes. Live on the stream as well. phillyvoicecom slash the middle. What's the middle <laughs> on Sports Map Radio as well. <laughs> The philosophy that guides my work as an attorney is, number one, that we are in place of a position of trust, and that trust provides a certain obligation upon us that we must um, fulfill for each and every client, that a client just simply isn't another number. Uh, while we may have many cases here, um, the client only has one, and they deserve the utmost attention, information, and a full and candid um, relay of the aspects of their litigation and for us to be available for questions. We understand that the questions involved in litigation go beyond the case. Uh, the, the clients often have many challenges that they have to face as a result of the um, incident that led them to us. And we must first and foremost appreciate that and make sure that we're there to help throughout not only the case, but also throughout the client's life. All right, back in two minutes. So, uh, 
Yeah, man, I'm, I'm gonna start on my table today. And, uh, you know, I was looking at these these tables. Um, ever seen the acrylic tables? They're wooden tables, but they have like acrylic rivers mm -hmm. going through. Well, yeah. I'm building one of those. Okay. And, you know, I've sought all sought after all the YouTube I can look at. And, and I went on bought the, um, I want to make it with butcher. I'm going to make up like a butcher block mm -hmm. conference table for one of my companies. Gotcha. And I'm going to make the river flow inside the, the, the um, wood. So I'm, I'm, I'm anxious to do it. I've never done it before. I built tab tables before. I mean, I built a, you know, a whole bunch of stuff. I'll, I'll send you some of the work that I've done. So you, you're not only a gearhead; you actually are, are a, a woodsman, like a, a carpenter. Yeah, a carpenter. That's that's what that's that's what my first love. I started out doing stuff like that, like my pops nice. make fish aquariums and stuff like that. But he was also a mechanic. He, you know, he he was in the army. And he, um, you know, go out in the field. He's work on the generators and all the trucks when he wow. out in the field. So I, that's how I got my love of work on my hands. And, nice. uh, you know, I'll I tell you the truth. I hated football growing up. I don't even, the only reason I played because my mother made me play. Mm -hmm. But that was actually my calling was to be a mechanic or a carpenter or something. So you were mechanically inclined as a kid. Yeah. Like yeah, you had this, I, you had the ability to, to sort of came natural to you. Absolutely. See, we're we're going to have to do something like that. We're going to have to set a camera up while you whittle something. <laughs> and whittle yeah i don't, right? I don't whittle I, I i put i put stuff together i, I, I build stuff i don't whittle I don't, can, i'm not i'm not making canes with a chainsaw like can you carve an animal out of a <laughs> <laughs> no no that's it <laughs> no hold on i don't know so that i'm telling you man anything you can make fulfillment live This is The Middle on the SportsMap Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. I tell you, I'm way more excited about the undoing than I am about the Philadelphia Eagles games. <laughs> like, yeah, I agree. I, I've seen two weeks of the undoing. I've seen, what, six weeks to seven weeks of the Eagles, and, and I've had it. Yeah, well, I've only seen one week. I've seen Matilda. In episode one, and that's all I need. In fact, I had a, a lengthy discussion this weekend with my mom, who listens to this show, and uh, she had a lot of questions about the uh, the undoing because she doesn't have HBO, so she can't watch it. No, and she's like, "Boy, you guys are really obsessed with this woman." You know, I'm telling you, is that what you said to your mom? Look, I'm telling you, yeah, <laughs> I'm telling you, you gotta Look. watch her. <laughs> Look, mom, one one look, one <laughs> yeah. As she gets a few, uh, a full frontal, as you know, walking towards us. Oh, yeah. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Be like but Brent Musburger. Oh, I, I haven't been this excited for a TV show that comes on week by week since uh, it's been a while, man. Since like maybe Game of Thrones. Now, I caught the, the last four seasons or three seasons, uh, maybe four seasons of Breaking Bad was live for me. Mm hmm. But this this show is written. It's only six weeks, but it's really good. And I'm thinking, well, what else do I have? Right. I have a Philadelphia Eagles team. I like, think about that. If you're a Jets fan or Ron Culver's Chargers or even our Eagles that are atop this god awful division, you look, you find a show on television and you think, 
Well, this could add some balance. Every mm -hmm. week you're going to be disappointed, even if your team wins by your football team. Maybe find something else on television to add some balance. Yeah, you're right. But here's the problem, and I think this is what usually doesn't happen in these episodic uh, TV things, is where they typically go seasons, a couple of seasons too long, and they should have cut it off after you know X amount of seasons because then it, like the the final season of Game of Thrones sucked. Five right? season and a half. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'll give you that. Your point. Yeah. So, but here, I think after these six episodes, we're going to be wanting more and be saying, man, why wasn't that a 10 week season with maybe a season two cliffhanger? You know? Well, that's all supposed to be what? Six episodes? Six episodes. That's not even going to get it's the end of the NFL season. Right. <laughs> but you know what? That's good. Like, think about it. You know, to your point, we're watching the opposite, right? Mm. I mean, Barrett, you're right. Six episodes. Think of the opposite of Harry's point which is if you're locked into something that just got picked up for three more years and this show is an atrocity, you're going right. to fail. And that's what this Eagles team is. We've been locked in for extra time. They're going to win this division and be in the playoffs, and we're going to be subjected to this team even longer. It's just, oh, my goodness. You know I mean? It, it, <laughs> I, I can remember, man, that 3-13 that, that and 13 season. And I remember the, at the end of the season, at the end of the game, the last game we had, it was I, it, it might have been. No, it wasn't that year because I was going to say um, our our bye week was the last game of the year, so we didn't even stay for the the last week of the season. I think we played sixteen games through, and uh, had a bye week that left. But no, it wasn't. No, that wasn't see that was that season. But at the end of the game, my truck was gassed up <laughs> and ready to go. I drove back to St. Louis exactly after the game. Is that right? Out, yeah. Yeah. out the gate. You, yeah. Throw back to somebody was even out faster than you. Everybody, <laughs> right? That was probably the plan of attack was to get the hell out of Dodge. It's right, humanly possible. Right, right, right. I mean, this it was it was bad football, man. Bad football. All right, All right. Well, now let's look at this, Aton. Uh, I think I cut you off there. No, but, go uh, ahead, go ahead. All I was right. going to go to Trevor Lawrence, so you go ahead, do what you need. All right, this is a final thing on the Eagles because yeah. if I'm, I'm looking at the playoff standings right now, like if the season were to end today, don't you love those discussions? The Eagles, it looks like, would play the Arizona Cardinals at home, the four-five matchup. Eagles yeah, like are four, that. and. Uh, the Cardinals are five. Right now, New Orleans and Tampa Bay would go at it in the other game because that's the 3-6 matchup. Now, Tampa could win tonight, and if they then they go to – what they go to six and two, then I think they'd be the three seed. Correct. Okay. Or no, they, they'd be the two seed, Oh, actually. right. Yeah, they would win and have that bye. Correct. Yeah, they'd be the two seed. So then Green Bay would play New Orleans, I believe, in the other game. And the Eagles just don't belong in that conversation. With the and that's the that's they that's don't. what irritates me. Could the Eagles beat the Cardinals? Yeah, no. any given Sunday matchups and all that stuff. But come on, no, no, not no, there's no any given not not with this team. You don't not think so? Un, they're just too undisciplined. Mm. When you're when your best player or supposed to be your best player is so undisciplined that they can't accomplish little simple um you know you know simple things that you could do to help your team out. Hmm. Like throwing the ball out of bounds, uh, not you know subjecting yourself to 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 you know being sacked by just going out and running a play as it's supposed to be designed. If he can turn around, he he can turn his play around. The whole season would turn around for this Eagles team. Hmm. He lost literally three games, and, and, that, and that's hard to say. You know, that's hard to say because 
you know, there's, there's 11 guys out there on the field at one time. But when he is, you know, the major point of emphasis on the team, you know, when you are the guy, you got to take this type of criticism because you are, you know, when you get, you know, when you win a game, you get all the praise. Mm -hmm. But you also got to get this tongue lashing when you're done because we got to tell the truth. All right, Aton, Bow316 uh, wants to know about the nude scene over under that we had for episode two of The Undoing. He said, did it hit the over one and a half? Well, here's the thing, though. Do you want me to give that away? Yeah, I don't care. Okay, because it might be a deterrent. Ah, uh, it was an under. Watch the show. No, no I'm, I'm going to watch if, it. If, in fact, it went under. Now, oh, uh, again, like this, this is. Did I watch that? What was the head official's name last night who wanted to get the hell out of town? Boger. Boger. Thank you. Yeah. I forget his name. He's, he's a good official. I just forget his name. Mm -hmm. So just like Boger needed to give an explanation for one, two, maybe even three plays that we did not get huge plays. I would need some like I would need to go to the booth to determine if one scene would technically be a nude scene. Ah, so I, I think it we need a booth it. review. I'm telling you, I need Boger in the booth in order to give me a full review. If that thing was because if it was a nude scene, then we're talking over one and a half. Ah. But if it's not and I don't think it is, then I think we'd go under much like Vinnie Curry was down by contact and then stripped by that Dallas uh, offender, that Dallas lineman. And it was not reviewed because the game needed to hit. I think we needed a review, but I'll say this. It was better than the first episode. And the first episode was really good. Wow. It was better. Yeah. So all this like Barrett needs to be thrown into to the fire right away and no build up and any of that stuff. This episode is 100% intense. Hmm. Yes. Oh, okay. I, so, yeah. yeah. Okay. All, all right. right. Well, I'm, 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 I'm sold then. I'm sold. Very then. good. Now, as predicted, Trevor Lawrence, no longer the favorite to win the Heisman. Right. They have a huge game this weekend against Notre Dame. Six and, and a half, seven point favorites. Seriously, that number has dropped on the road. Well. They were 31 point favorites before Lawrence got COVID against BC. We saw mm. that thing played out. So even now, looking at what Clemson can do and what Trevor Lawrence can do, I don't think that there's any change as we talked about Lawrence's future in the NFL. But I wonder if right now, if you look at between Mac Jones and Justin Fields, that's, I guess, a conversation for the Heisman if Lawrence can get back in there. But mm -hmm. also this weekend. Like looking at now what becomes a pretty winnable game for Notre Dame. Nah. All of a sudden. I don't no? know. I don't know about that. No, I don't know about that. <laughs> what are you? Right. You part of the uh, the hype machine for NBC Sports or about, about Notre Dame and Is that Ian? Mike Senior? Uh, wait, wait, has it hasn't right. Ian Book <laughs> hasn't Ian Book entered the Heisman race yet? The Notre oh. Dame quarterback. I'd rather I'd rather come out with my Sean McVay should be fired if they don't make the playoffs. Take than anything <laughs> like Ian Book is not going to be in any high. He would rather like Ian Book would be on Shacked in the Fool before he's on any Heisman list. Okay. okay. Well, he is on the Heisman list, though. Not as, a, as an odds-on guy that you would bet money on. My goodness. I mean, yeah, he's got to be like, what, plus 2,000? or He can't mm. be close to Justin Fields, who's now behind Mac Jones. 
Jerry Jones was like, screw yeah. it. If I can't win in the NFL, I'm going to buy this award for my grandson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, I know he's not on the list and he's not going to be considered, but that Dotson kid from Penn State the other night, that kid oh, is yeah. a player. Yeah. You know, I mean, I mean, Ohio State has like four or five of those guys. That's that's the difference. Right. You know, they got that Olave. They got Wilson. Those guys are tremendous. And like you said, Fields to me is the, is the guy right now. As, as good as Mac Jones has been, and I know Alabama is going to keep on winning. And, you know, he's, he doesn't have um, uh, the one, the, the best, maybe their best wide receiver is now gone. What is it, Waddle? Yeah. Is, is hurt for the rest of the year. So that might impact him. But to me, it's Fields. Yeah, and I and I really thought that um, Travis ATN would have jumped up uh, a lot better than he did yeah. this last game. You know, considering the fact that you know he has a freshman quarterback, you know, I thought they would give him the ball a lot more. He had a big fumble in that game, didn't he? Right, right. Yeah, exactly. it was returned for a touchdown. I think he, he's not helping himself with that. You know, yeah. this should have been a time where he should have differentiated himself between everybody else and really took hold of it. But you know, you have to look at it, man. And, and Mac Jones may say what you want to say. He does play for Alabama. Mm-hmm. It's going to help him. You're right. Yeah. But, I, you know, think about this. I get it that Clemson is a machine. And although they were down in the first half, and I think it was like the largest deficit for a number one ranked team at the half, at least to an unranked team. But Notre Dame, think of this. And it's not even to prop up Notre Dame. I don't give a damn if people watch that game or not. But here's the thing you won't find a better opportunity this year to upset Clemson, right? I mean, that's that's not yeah. a major Adams-splitting right. statement right here. It's really a matter of, can Notre Dame actually do that? I mean, I forget the cover here. Forget the points. Forget the line, anything like that. But this is as – like, for example, there was the same thing with Indiana and Penn State. If Indiana was going to get Penn State, it would be looking ahead to Week 2 Ohio State. I feel like – this would be the one opportunity that Clemson would really have to get upset. And if they do, are they out? Uh, this, this would be, I don't know. I mean, do you take, do you take Cincinnati if they go undefeated over a one loss Clemson? If that one loss was on the road without their number one quarterback, I don't think so. Wouldn't you take an undefeated Notre? Now granted Notre Dame has another game or two. That's going to be, difficult to win that's cash eight bro UNC on the road is not easy but well I'm, I'm just saying like let's say it's Alabama it's Notre Dame undefeated um who's the oh Ohio State, Ohio State. those three are, are locks are you gonna take Clemson as a one loss over Cincinnati oh. I think you do uh, I mean look I think a one loss SEC team would have more say over a one loss Clemson team no Georgia. No, 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 no. I'm telling you, well, George already has a loss. Yeah, and then but, if they lose in the, in the championship game, that'd be two Alabama, losses, right? So well, you would have you would have a team that would lose that a non-Georgia SEC team to lose in the SEC championship to Alabama. Could they survive that? Yes. I don't I'm, know. No. You you got it's just like with this Heisman Trophy race. Why is it that Trevor Trevor Lawrence is going to be out simply because he he doesn't play in two games? We're talking about the best player in the country. That's where that, you know that's what it's all about. He is going to be the number one pick. Yeah, but is it that clear left. cut that he's the best player? I it, mean, I, exactly, I, I I would think we, some teams might take Fields over uh, Lawrence. We take draft? we take his skill set. Yeah. We take his skill set. Um, you know, we we take it for granted. You know how good this kid is. This kid is really good. And his expectations are a lot higher than everybody else's. So when you look at him play, 
oh, he's been doing this for years. He's been doing mm-hmm. this since high school. So it just looks like a flick of the wrist to him. Yeah. But damn it, he's that good that he makes you think that way. Well, so it he's could be part of the best player in the nation. It could also be Clemson's system. I mean, Ui Ajalele or whatever his name is, was was 30 of 41 it. for 342 <laughs> and two touchdowns himself. But anytime you can hand a ball off the ATN. Uh, quick break. We're back more on what happened over the weekend, both Saturday and Sunday. And we'll look ahead to tonight because there is a football game. And I don't know how intent people will be watching this thing, but there might even be some value on the board. Imagine that. Wow. A little value on the board. It's the middle Philly slash the middle and sports map radio. The philosophy that guides my work as an attorney is number one, that we are in place of a position of trust. And that trust provides a certain obligation upon us that we must um, fulfill for each and every client. That a client just simply isn't another number. Uh, While we may have many cases here, um, the client only has one. And they deserve the utmost attention, information, and a full and candid um, relay of the aspects of their litigation, and for us to be available for questions. We understand that the questions involved in litigation go beyond the case. Uh, The clients often have many challenges that they have to face as a result of the um, incident that led them to us, and we must first and foremost appreciate that and make sure that we're there to help throughout not only the case but also throughout the client's life. Oh, we're back in two here. I got that picture. Yeah. Is there any way you could put that up on the yeah. screen? Yep. Bring it up right here. What's that? It's pretty cool looking. Oh, the the oh, table you're going to. Oh make. yeah, yeah. And where it's where it's um where it's blue is going to be red. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I just got all our my stuff. Um, what do you call it? Um, Amazon just dropped off the rest of the stuff, and I I need to get the red tent that That's goes cool. in. Yeah, look at that. Now that what's what is that that's covering it? That's badass. It's, it's a um it's like a, a lacquer. Yes, it's, it's um yep. It's a lacquer, Mo. Ah the old lacquer. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually epoxy. Oh. Epoxy, yeah. Now what what is that? Is that different paint? Like no, that, bluish. What what is that, that that's that's actually like a hole in the table. I mean that's that they had to pour the epoxy inside that hole, and you know you have to frame around it so you know it doesn't spill over, and then it hardens, and then you sand it down even you know so it's even all the way around, and then then you you sand it down, then you polish it a little bit, then you put the the um put the um lacquer the uh, no the um, epoxy over the top of it. Ah, okay. So you built that? Yeah, I'm about to build that for Harry. Or just in general, <laughs> I got to build it for the company. My company, man. I'm, we're moving to Philly. We got to get some of that Philly dollar. Go pay that city wage tax. Yeah, uh, yeah. Where are you going to be located in there? And uh, and um, what is it called? Um, we're, we're in the city. We're going to be on um, Point Breeze. Oh, okay. okay. So B A is um B A um services. Brooksville Tender Services. You're listening to The Middle on the Sports Map Radio Network. 
presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. You know, you see this happen a lot over the last year, especially with COVID, but even before that, 2029, 2019, I should say, geez, 2020, where we've seen the evolution of the digital age take over and stores have shut down because the big box element of it or simply everybody doing stuff online has relegated a lot of stuff, either redundant or just useless. And then every now and again, you see something shut down and you're like, damn, they were still up and running. Or you see in this case, something shut down and you marvel, not, oh my goodness, I can't believe they're still up and running because you've seen it, but you marvel at how could they have existed so long? I think it's time officially as we, uh, the world said goodbye to Sean Connery. We now have to say goodbye to a friendlies restaurant chain. Wow. Oh my goodness. What? Yes. Friendlies is cooked. Yeah, they, you're right. I can't believe they lasted this long. Seriously, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, why Friendlies? Why ever Friendlies? You could either go to a fast food place and get food equally as good, or you could go to a diner and yeah. get food. Like, why ever Friendlies? What would be that something that would make you want to go to Friendlies over any Kids. other option? Really, kids? Ice cream, yeah, ice cream for the kids, yeah. man. That's, I mean, and and, they, and their novelty, you know, the way they make them, mm-hmm. the novelty, the kids seeing the ice cream, you know, faces and the different times you can get. Anytime you can get, uh, what are those, um, gummy worms and an ice cream? Kids are all in. They're mm-hmm. all in. Gummies that might be the nastiest, nastiest combination ever: gummy worms and ice cream. But yeah, you're right. He's right. In. I think I think Barrett makes a great point. It's it is the ice cream. It is the kids and. You know, you say fast food. It was more than it wasn't fair. It was it was more like diner food with a different type of presentation. Right, right, right. That's exactly what it was. Yeah. In what sense, though? Like you're still getting the diner quality food. In some cases, you'll have. A yeah, but it wasn't like either. sling and hash, you know, like a, like one of those diners where they throw the plate down, right. the, you know, the, the the bar at you, and and they, you know what I mean. They're f- refilling your coffee, and the you know the the uh, waitress is chomping on gum. It wasn't like that. It was more like a family coffee, restaurant. Hon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You need any more coffee, hun? <laughs> Can I top you off, hun? Right. She's got the pencil in her bun, you know, like flow. Remember the you know, you know the uh, Alice Alice whatever that restaurant <laughs> Mel's Diner. So that's and what flow. Friendlies was. Friendlies was marketed on a place where you didn't have to be yelled and screamed at by the staff. I think so. Wait a second. Hold on a second. It's not like they had some sort of playground like McDonald's did for the kids. So your kids were still running up and down the aisle screaming and they just got ice cream. But you can get you could get pancakes with smiley faces. I and chocolate that at a diner, Barrett. Come on. You live in Jersey. Right. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. The world. But it's the it was, it was the novelty of having ice cream and, and and all that you know and plus you know you're right I I, I enjoy the diners but I want to you know I want to see you know I want to see Mark you want yeah corned beef hash with that order yeah I don't need that <laughs> no I don't need that and I'm glad they didn't have a bounce house and all that garbage for these kids <laughs> this gives the parents an actual uh, you know a a reason to discipline and actually be parents in public I don't a lost think art either. these days. It is a lot of that, man. I honestly, I don't think you got that at a friend. I think you're both of your visions of what friendlies was <laughs> is so far from the reality. I remember going into a friendlies and seeing families of four or fives 
all the little kids screaming up and down. Ice right. cream! It's like something out of the Eddie Murphy skit. Ice cream! Ice cream! I mean, they're going crazy. This this right. calm, collective environment where families were in some bubble each table. It was madness. You know, if I did that, I'd be sent to the car when I was a kid. Oh, there's no question. Go back out in the car. Yeah. Get in a car. <laughs> no, my pops just looked at me like, yeah, right. <laughs> no friendlies for you. Right, right. You know? What I mean, that's the difference these days. You know, kids, I can remember McDonald's used to be like a delicacy to me. You know, right. going to McDonald's was like the high big deal. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. but now these kids are like, uh, just give me some nuggets. You know, I, I'm like, no, now I got to go to Chick fil A. Don't you dare bring oh. me to McDonald's. I need Chick fil A. Right, right, right. right. No, Chick-fil-A that's like 100% right. Now, Chick, again, why, if you had the option, you're going to friendlies. At least Chick-fil-A has some sort of playground for your kids. They do? Yeah. The bigger what? ones. The bigger ones. They do? Yeah, it's it's not like uh, McDonald's where oh. you get to jump in a pool of balls. But you, you know how 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 many snotty those kids have been jumping in them balls and doing yeah. in there and, and 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 you know, you know, what is you know kid couldn't make it to the bathroom you know i mean can oh, you that's I mean, a that's, super spreader oh there's situation. no question, no yeah, question. Yeah. No, <laughs> I'm, I'm out on that yeah. right right <laughs> right but it's it's amazing that this thing has made it that long right it is seriously i, I could not believe and you look up and think wow think about this when's a the last time you've been to a friendlies and b the last time you've had a conversation with somebody who's been to a friendlies 30 years 30 no. years mm-hmm. I um I was at a friendlies three years ago. I was at three years ago because um my my grandson. I took my grandson. I was like, "Where do you want to go eat, son? Where do you want to go eat?" So he says, I'm "Friendlies." Friendlies. I, was it the I, ice cream? It was the ice cream, but I was like, I said, "Dude, it's it's the morning time. It's 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 nine o'clock in the morning. I want to go to friendlies." Hmm. So he had pancakes that he put ice. They put ice cream on the pancakes. Oh my god! Made you know, all yeah. So. <laughs> But no, this is the worst though. How about a little bit of ketchup? Because he had he had French fries also. Yeah. So what kind of what kind of mix is French fries, pancakes with ice cream with frosting, and a little bit of the 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 ketchup got on his pancake. Oh. And he liked it. He started oh. dipping. He started dipping it in it. I'm like, dude, you put ketchup on anything. You mean Patrick Mahomes didn't take all the ketchup? <laughs> right. <laughs> that awful commercial. How did that start? How did that start? Mahomes, I don't understand. It. He started it. Well, no, look, no, that, that that's another reason why. You know, you go to a, a diner and somebody would step in and say, "I'm sorry, young man, but we don't allow that here." Mm-hmm. Friendlies don't allow any type of crazy, wild eating habits. Nobody will step in and say anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ketchup on the pancakes. That's that's, that's new. And I, and I I wanted this one like, no, man, stop, don't eat that. <laughs> but he liked it. I'm like, <laughs> game to talk about coming up next. It's the middle. Phillyvoice.com slash the middle and sports map radio as well. The philosophy that guides my work as an attorney is number one, that we are in place of a position of trust. And that trust provides a certain obligation upon us that we must um, fulfill for each and every client. That a client just simply isn't another number. Uh, while we may have many cases here, um, the client only has one, and they deserve the utmost attention, information, and a full and candid um, relay of the aspects of their litigation 
and for us to be available for questions. We understand that the questions involved in litigation go beyond the case. Uh, The clients often have many challenges that they have to face as a result of the um, incident that led them to us. And we must first and foremost appreciate that and make sure that we're there to help throughout not only the case, but also throughout the client's life. Uh oh, no, Anthony Russo. Again? Yeah. Yeah. Where's that game? Is that at SMU? No, that's a home game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're going to get smacked. Sam Bouchelle. He'll probably yeah. throw up for 300 plus. Yeah. They love <laughs> to move the ball, too, huh? Mm hmm. Wow. Yeah, they were they were down like twenty players, I think, practically uh, because of COVID yeah. or contact tracing in this past week. Right, right. And the quarterback was hurt; he has a bad shoulder. But he's Rude. back this week, isn't he? Uh, I, I'm not sure. Wow. Yeah, they only have one more winnable game really on the schedule because they got to play SMU, UCF, and Cincinnati. Those are three losses. They may be able to beat ECU. <laughs> you said they may, huh? <laughs> yeah, that's not a lock. ECU's uh, actually a little better than I thought they were. They should have won this week. They got screwed right. by the officials, and the conference even issued a statement saying that they screwed up, and they lost to Tulsa as a result of that. That what call that? or no call? Yeah, that's so. Crazy. So what does that? What does that do? All right, we we admit we made a mistake. Yeah, it does nothing. No, right. nothing. Right, does nothing but piss people off even yeah, more. Just let me fester still, you yeah. know. Uh, Eagles are minus seven in turnover differential. Jesus, Dallas is minus eleven. <laughs> Denver's bad too. Look at Denver, Minnesota, all awful. They all won. Tell you, I like the I got the Raiders at plus one twenty five last night. They've already dropped to one hundred. See, now I'm looking at something here from the second sack fumble uh, for Carson, where he got it right up the middle, right in his face. Mm-hmm. Rager is wide open, right there. As soon as the, the play starts, that's the one on fourth down. Let's get back to that. I'm gonna talk about that. This is the middle. Well, let's third. It was third down. Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. All right, so is there any backup? Like, do you have a backup tonight? Or are you just going to go to a blank screen or turn on your phone and hop on some app like Twitter, for example? What do you mean? Well, okay, so if I, and I should have saved the undoing, but I was up way too early. So unfortunately, I did not. But. If I know, so for example, Mondays and Thursday nights, mm-hmm. I usually, I like to have a backup. Yeah. I like to go into these games having a backup of something I can turn on. Now, it might even be just having it on a second television. Mm. So a lot of times what I'll have is King of Queens running on either the second television or my phone. So if there's a commercial or just bad football, I can kind of go to the phone a little bit and go back to it. Now, that's not a great backup. That's like, no. That is the Ben DiNucci or whatever. What the hell is this guy's Ben DiNucci? DiNucci. Right. That's that. DiNucci. Like, yes. 
So I, Bro, I you don't almost have had me saying You almost had me saying Bonaduce on the show last night, man. I said it this morning <laughs> on Fox. I didn't, I didn't get a response that I thought from Karen. Yeah, or... but you did it on purpose. Barrett was going to do it because you put it in his head. Oh, well, and, it, and it hits better. it by accident. Even better. And then I'm thinking I... of Fonz when I say it, though. You yeah. know, I'm still yeah. thinking of Fonz when I say it. Even though it's a completely different show, and the Fonz right. is nowhere near the Partridge family, you still are equating Henry Winkler with Danny Bonaduce, which is fine. But you know, going into tonight, I can't just put a ton of money on this game and justify involvement because I have some shekels on it. Hmm. There really isn't another backup. Like, there's no other sports going on tonight. I don't think I'm going to watch a recap of the Bermuda and the golf tournament. Correct. Yeah. So I, I, you know, I've already watched the Undoing. You guys have the Undoing. You guys, and this is where I'm a little jealous. Both yeah. of you could turn to the Undoing. If this Bucks Giants game turns into a piece of steaming pile of trash, well, here I, I got one for you. Just rewatch episode one with the locker room scene of the Undoing as your backup, because my backup is not just the Undoing. We're probably the wife and I will probably watch that before the game begins. Okay, my backup is going to bed. See, just go to bed, Garrett. <laughs> does that work for you? It doesn't work for me. No, I, I got too much other stuff I got to do, man. I, I, you know, we're trying to move this company, and I, I got so much stuff I got to learn about. Barrett will make know. a table. Right. Well, I'm doing that today for sure. Yeah. I'm, I'm not worried about. I am at least gonna get the table built, framed out, and built, mm-hmm. and um, then I'll turn around. And I'll see how I'm gonna cut the the design in, the patterns in, and all that stuff. You know, this is just like I'm, I enjoy this. My, you know, to me, idle hands. Do stuff mm-hmm. they're not supposed to do. So right. let me. That's why I just go to bed. Wait a second. <laughs> so what I've come to learn here is that tonight this game is most likely going to be bad. It's most likely going to be a blowout where the Bucks are either going to rout the Giants or New York, like we saw last night. The Bucks are going to play down to New York. It's going to be like a nine-seven game or like a thirteen-seven game at the half, and we're all like. Oh, we're better. That's off a stinker. Something else. Yeah. This might be a college score. This so might be a college Harry, score. Harry's going to go to bed, and Barrett's mm-hmm. going to make a table. <laughs> no, no. I, I tell you, I'm fried chicken, and um, once I fry my, my wings, table, you? No, I, I tell you, I'm going to do that up until it's time for the game, and oh, while, and while the game is on, if I'm a cook. A snooze fest. You won't go back to the table. No, because I'll be frying the chicken as I'm watching the game. I'll be frying the chicken as I'm watching the game. You know, but I'm putting in the air fryer though. I'll put some in the air fryer, and I'm gonna fry some. There we go. So I have something to distract me just in case it's like like a, a college football game, like 48 to, mm-hmm. to to 10 or something like that. All right. Well, I mean, my goodness. I, I, I need to find something in between air frying chicken and falling asleep. There mm-hmm. has to be some middle ground. Right. And I'm not even looking or fishing for a new television show. Queen's Gambit on Netflix, according to play action reel on the stream. I'm the not Mandalorian. Even- Yeah, I was thinking about doing that. Nah. But here's what, and Ron and I have talked about this in the past. I don't know if I could get over that whole baby Yoda thing. Right. Like, I said, how old is, how old is, how old is the man? How is is that supposed to be like Boba Fett? How old? Because Yoda's like 800 years old, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, you're you're talking to the wrong guy. I've I've never seen any Star Wars. Yeah. I mean, what? Yeah. I'm out. I'm out on sci fi. No, sci fi. I'm not into it. Are you kidding me? No. Wow, I don't disrespect you for loving it. I just don't dig it. And hey, that's another thing too, like I can't start something tonight. I, if I if I, <laughs> I need something mindless, I need something I can turn to. 
that the likelihood of the Giants keeping this thing close has to be nil. So you already see a double digit line here for the Bucks. Don't worry, Harry. I'm already I locked in last week at ten and a half. Okay. So I'm there ten and a half over. And I'm I'm looking for this game to stay under, actually, because I don't think the Giants are going to score much. But I, I don't know. Part of me feels like it's going to be it, it can't be worse than last night. So it's probably worth my time and effort to sit through at least the first half of this football game. I just like watching football, man. I like watching the schemes. Like I said, I watch it different than most people. I try to see schematically how these guys are trying to beat the other team. You know, that's why, you know, when you when you watch film with like um, Baldy, for instance, Mm -hmm. when me and Baldy sitting down, we're watching films, we see schemes and what they're trying to, you know, not number counts and, 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 you know, how they're trying to overload one side or, you know, you see this quarterback and he's just so on fire because he understands where the blitz is coming from. Or you see a defensive coordinator understanding, you know, that, you know, he's been playing up tight all day. Then he backs them off. You know I mean? Those are all little things and little idiosyncrasies that we pick up on. And, you know, and it kind of builds on our analysis on what's going on. So we yeah, watch like yeah, the nuances of the game, like right. you guys pick up on that, and that's awesome. It's great you bring that up because I'm looking at one of the plays from last night where Carson got blasted, and actually, I think it was his second fumble. It was the fourth and three play. Eitan, you were right. It was fourth yeah. down. Uh, fourth and three, the Eagles need to get to the Dallas 41. They've got the ball on the 44-and-a-half-yard line, and I froze the image here, and I enlarged it and froze it. Carson is seven yards back in his deep drop, He's got protection. He's got time. He's got three or four yards between him and the, the defenders in front of him. Looks like Lawrence is coming around on Mylotta on, on his right side. But he's got plenty of time. And Rager and Ward are both wide open in the middle of the field. Well, Harry, look at this. If you rewind it, look where they came from. They they they, they blitzed. So they the, the receivers sat down where they vacated the linebackers. Mm-hmm. Right. So as a quarterback, which is what you're supposed to do. Exactly. Understanding what the play is, what you're trying to accomplish in the play and what you're seeing in front of you. You see linebackers coming. So in your head, you got to speed up. Okay, the linebackers are coming. Oh, I have two guys are going to sit down. Yeah. Yeah. Two guys are going to sit down right where those guys just left. Mm -hmm. So if there's nobody there. How about throwing it there? Because, you know, your guys going to go. That's anticipation. That comes with knowing the plays. And 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 doing your studying and 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 really focusing on what the objective of the play is. And he waited a half second, and that's all it took. And he got blasted right in his grill. I don't know. That's what I'm talking. It, it, mm-hmm. it, it irritates me so bad because that's where the play is supposed to go. And they gave you a gift and vacated it by blitzing. And that's a hot blitz because we can't pick him up. So you know, if he, if your hot read goes, you got to get the ball out. But you should know to play conceptually what it's trying to accomplish. And that's right there, sitting there in the stop and delivering the ball where they vacated. I mean, that's, that, that's simple football. That's understanding what the play is, how the play is supposed to be run, knowing that your hot read is coming and you dumping the ball where you know your guy's going to be. Evidently, he didn't know where his guy was going to be or he didn't trust his guy not being there. But that just comes with being a quarterback. Staying there, deliver the ball. Uh, making sure your guy's going to be there. Right. All right. So we've got news coming out here in the NFL. The Niners have traded Quan Alexander to the Saints, which is mm. a pretty what? good move right here. Yeah. Th- wow. Gigantic. 
for both the Niners, who are moving on from a guy that they just signed not even two full seasons ago to play that position at a high level. And now he gets traded to the Saints. And we already saw the Steelers earlier trade for a guy to add depth to that position where they lost Bush, but still to add depth when everybody's healthy. And the Saints, who clearly need help on defense and maybe even help at the quarterback position, but that's a completely different conversation. They get significantly better at that position with Alexander, who comes aboard. And this seems to be more the theme here, which is teams are shoring up spots and especially spots on defense looking to make a run. I mean, that that right there is a trade to continue to compete with Tampa and what they're throwing at you and anybody else in that division really across the conference. I mean, this is a buyer's move right here by the Saints. It's a pretty Mm. big deal. That's an impact linebacker coming into a system and now giving you the opportunity to really be good on the defensive side of the ball because right now your offense isn't doing as much as they're supposed to. So you're going to have to stop people. You're going to have to stop people. They value the linebacker position, Mm. so they trade for it. What what do they get in return? What, What I'm looking. looking. I don't see anything yet. It just says everybody's just talking about this trade, this trade, and the fact that Alexander's gone. But I was trying to find out what they get. Here's another thing, too. The Niners, and this is what's wild about it, is if I'm looking around this division, I'm thinking, well, I can really only make a coherent argument for Seattle. The Rams just suffered a bad loss, and that's really their M.O., is that they'll trip over themselves a couple of times over the season. I love watching Kyler Murray, and D-Hop is a godsend of an addition, but they're young, and you're relying on a young quarterback to take a huge step if they get into the playoffs there. And then you look at Russell Wilson and the staple that is Seattle, but if you're telling me that you're giving up because you can't beat Seattle head-to-head as opposed to what happened last night. Isn't that a pretty big statement? And now we're seeing Desmond King to the Titans. Hmm. Look at this. Three teams today. Three teams. And the Titans embarrassed themselves against Joe Burrow and the Bengals yesterday in Cincy. But three teams. Okay, here it is. 49ers are acquiring a conditional fifth-round pick and likely a player. Huh. I doubt it's a player of Alexander's status if they're getting a conditional fifth round in return. They gave him $27 million in guaranteed money like a year ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Chargers wow. giving Desmond King to the Titans. Hmm. Now, we'll talk wow. about this in overtime coming up just as far as how it impacts the Philadelphia Eagles. But yeah. that is, uh, I mean, honestly, if you look at some of these moves made, the Titans getting a pro, uh, a all-pro defensive back the Saints getting a legit linebacker. And look, even the Steelers, who traded for one of the Jets' better players on defense, yeah. a pretty good defense, teams recognize that they need help in order to make a run. A legit linebacker that's been hurt quite a bit, though, in his in career, with both Tampa and with San Francisco. Oh, he had some pretty, Yeah, he had some right. pretty big injuries. Right, that's why yeah. I say if he's healthy, he can yeah. get out there. And, and look, here's another thing, too, though, is that the Saints aren't going to rely on him to be Michael Singletary or, you know, somebody like that. Yeah. But yes, I, I do agree that health is a concern. And we also have to discuss a big faux pas from Collinsworth last night during the broadcast. All right. Well, let's hit that when we get back. We'll wrap the hour coming up. It is the middle. couple of big trades right here across the NFL. 
phillyvoice.com slash the middle and sports map radio. The, 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 middle. the middle. This story that Barrett told in the break is ridiculous. And you would think that basic hygiene is kind of necessary. I totally agree with you. I mean, I I did not shower for this show today, but I'm alone here. OK, there's nobody else in the house. You should have beat the crap out of this guy. Bro, it's just it's just him. man. like it's like an unwritten law. If you're over 300 pounds, you at least got to take one and a half showers a day. He wore a jock and he wouldn't wash his pants. And I remember I was telling him, you know, I, every time I think about it, you know, it's, it's crazy. But Bobby Horn would come on the center and they kind of get, you know, they goose the center mm-hmm. and go like this. So they know when to snap the ball. He smelled the back of his hand. He said, yo, bro, he went to Ray Rose. Hey, coach, you got to do something. Ray's like, what are you talking about? Man, I smell the back of my hand. You got to tell Everett he's got to go take a shower. Wow. Come on, man. The Middle with Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Weekdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern. The philosophy that guides my work as an attorney is, number one, that we are in place of a position of trust. And that trust provides a certain obligation upon us that we must um, fulfill for each and every client, that a client just simply isn't another number. Uh, while we may have many cases here, um, the client only has one, and they deserve the utmost attention, information, and a full and candid um, relay of the aspects of their litigation and for us to be available for questions. We understand that the questions involved in litigation go beyond the case. Uh, the clients often have many challenges that they have to face as a result of the um, incident that led them to us. And we must first and foremost appreciate that and make sure that we're there to help throughout not only the case, but also throughout the client's life. All right, back in a minute. 56. Marlon Humphreys uh, tested positive for COVID yeah. yesterday? Uh, they didn't know because they had the protocol is you don't, you're not getting your test back until hours after. So you get tested Sunday morning, but then when you go in, you don't realize it until afterwards. So it's the, the chronology of it is off. They're not getting it back fast enough. How about Jim Harbaugh? He played yesterday? Oh, yeah, we should have mentioned that. How about that? Yeah, they both did. Yeah, he played. Both of them did. Who? Humphreys. Humphreys. That's important because their test didn't come back in time. Wow. Yeah. And you said uh, Harbaugh had it also? No, no he, he should get it. Harbaugh's just <laughs> atrocious. He's, he's... You're listening to The Middle on the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Before we get to this Collinsworth thing, we, we should mention, we were remiss to not mention, I would think across the board, Saturday and Sunday, the worst loss of the weekend has to be Jim Harbaugh, who huh. once again proves how inadequate he is as a head coach. Oh, my God, guys. That that was brutal. They were like 24-point favorites, 25. I think, 25. Yep, I had State. Uh, to Michigan State, <laughs> and, and they, they lose just, outright. 
And Zach Gelb, remember our, our former colleague, Zach yeah. Gelb, he's now with uh, CBS Radio. He that. tweeted this weekend, Jim Harbaugh is 48-19 and 19 at Michigan, but is 11-14 and 14 against top 25 teams, 2-12 and 12 against the top 10, 0-5 oh against Ohio State, and 3-3 three and three against Michigan State, and 1-4 and four in bowl games. Wow. He's got to go. Oh, well, they, they can't. I think didn't he sign like a ten year deal or six? Was yeah, it ten or six? Disgrace. He's yeah. a walking, living, breathing disgrace. He's stealing money from an organization. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I would be shocked if he's not running one of these Mike Shanahan no show job thing. Yeah, that Shanahan ran on Snyder. We're not I, paying you eight nine million dollars to beat Rutgers and oh, Iowa and Minnesota. Okay, you got to go beat the other teams. Building. They're not even retooling. They're rebuilding. Now, what happened with Collinsworth last night? All right, Collinsworth, if you remember, uh, was so enamored with your boy Ben DiNucci, yeah. okay, that DiNucci uh, had some pressure in his face and altered the throwing platform on a little bit of a sidearm to dish the ball to a receiver oh, or yeah. a back who was a couple yards away, and he dared to invoke the name of Patrick Mahomes. He did. He Outrage. Did. Yes. <laughs> that Are you is serious. That is that is definitely something you can't do. Come I couldn't on. believe it. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. Is there, is there I was trying to think like who else would be throwing sidearm? Did Jeff George ever throw sidearm? I feel like he did a couple you of probably times. could. Yeah, I mean you have to go somebody more middle ground yeah. than Patrick Mahomes. Danucci, I mean, at least you know, get a win mm -hmm. before you invoke Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, that was unfortunate. Yeah. I agree. That was very unfortunate. I mean, what do you do, man? Come on, man. I mean, I, I understand what he was trying to say, but, you know, I'm, I'd even go so far as to say Baker Mayfield, but not Patrick. Yeah, Mayfield. yeah. Okay, I'll give you Baker Mayfield. How yeah, about yeah. them losing again they to the Raiders? Moment. Six points, and now they're going to blame it because Odell Beckham is out? No. Uh -huh. That I can't bet them anymore. Not that I bet them this weekend, but I, I'm staying away. They, yeah. they are the tough team. I hate them. Yeah, they really are. They're I really hate the stinking Cleveland Browns. Uh, we're back Tuesday. Overtime coming up next for us. Matt Peralt next here on the network. It's the middle. All right. Now, as not a fur paw. What was that from? <laughs> a faux pas? Not a, a fur paw? paw. For a pa, I get it. I get it now. Oh, I get it. I like jokes. Now, is everybody upset at Howie Roseman? Is everybody out there all pissed off at Howie Roseman for not making a trade of either one of these guys or maybe even any of these three guys? Um, didn't I talk about trading that linebacker? Hey. Uh, going to get that linebacker from the Jets? I actually like Singleton and, and TJ Edwards. They're all right. Get no problem. Like They're I not said, the problem. No, no, but it was the quarterback the problem this yeah. game. It, it had nothing to do with defense. Defense involved. No. Well, the defense has been a problem, however, throughout right. the season. Yeah, but it's been Nate Gary and stuff getting, you know, matched up against tight ends and he's receiver. on IR right now. So I know, I know, but it's, he's out. So they 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 had Singleton <laughs> and TJ Edwards last night. They were all right. And they balled too. TJ yeah. Edwards like 12 tackles. You're yes, because you're using a Ben DiNucci led offense to be some sort of barometer for what they need or what they can do. Like they should have dominated that offense last night. They should have pounded 
Ben DiNucci's rear into the ground. Of course. Mm-hmm. So you're saying my, my views on the defense are a bit skewed right now because no, no, no. the it's level of company, competition. I don't think you're wrong or even skewed. What I would be cautious or cautious about, sorry, would be to use last night as any major referendum on what not to do with the defense. The right. offense, you're right. I mean, that the beauty of how bad this offense has been is that every single week you can pretty much, as we have, and you did a lot the show, rightfully so, Barrett, is point to one guy and say, look, if this guy plays different, he plays better, it's a trickle-down effect. It's like a spout of water that's coming down to get everybody. But the defense has been bad in games against good teams, right? Baltimore, yeah. Pittsburgh. So I, I do wonder if there was a move maybe for depth or – I, and I know that you guys said, uh, Barrett, you said that King isn't a fit for this system per se, but I wonder too if Jim Schwartz is losing out on people that can help this team from a depth standpoint just simply as a result of hiding behind, well, I, I can't work him in a scheme. No, well, King would have – I mean, let me take that back. King can fit in anybody's system. He can play man coverage. He can play off coverage. I just know that they're not going to invest any more money with Slay being here mm-hmm. on another primetime corner. They're right. just not doing it. They're happy with guys like, um, you know, Maddox. And I like Maddox also. Yeah, LeBlanc. But they like LeBlanc. You know, they, they like guys like that. So, you know, and, you know, Will Will Parks, you know, I, 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 I like his game. I think with a little more um, getting into the system, he could be – a really good player in our system. Roby Coleman, nope. I don't know what happened. I thought he was a really legit slot corner from what I heard. And mm-hmm. I hadn't watched a lot of film on him, so that's my fault for just going off the assumption of what I heard somebody say on a broadcast, especially the broadcast in which he, he, he you know, had a rule change because of him. You know, I just thought he was a, 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 a legit shutdown slot guy, you know, don't play with him. I mean, he he on his Instagram, he's he's the slot god. What? <laughs> what? That's better than the slot god. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I'm, or I'm, is it? I don't know. I guess I don't know. It does depend on that. <laughs> Jeez. I think it's debatable. <laughs> it is debatable. What's better? Yeah. Point? Yeah, he's giving it up, all right. He's definitely giving it up. Titan Whoever wants to take it. Sixth round pick for King. That's it. What's that? Now, Granted, King is done at the end of this year, but sixth rounder, a sixth rounder. Wow, and that's yeah. the thing. Like, if even if you look at this more like a, a Jay Ajayi type deal where you're bringing in somebody to help this year, I, I think the Eagles are in a really difficult position right now because even if they wanted to sell, forget buy or sell, or even buying, I should say, but even if they wanted to sell this year. And they did wind up selling like they could have traded Zach Ertz when he was healthy mm-hmm. and still been good enough to win this bad division. Yes. And it's like counterproductive. Well, well, and so was putting guys on the active roster and not designating them for IR in receivers that you pretty much had to know were not going to play for a while. And they did that too. For like three or four weeks. No, yeah. Four or yeah. five weeks. Yeah. And that's, that's, you know, I I just don't understand it. You know, like Jay Jaw at this point stinks. What, Always so, has. So who do you hold accountable for that? Is is he not That's working? Howie Roseman, the scheme, or yeah, you know, you just in the battle. 
It's definitely <laughs> Howie Roseman. That, and you look at him, I wonder if people have hit that point yet. And they, you know, th- thank God they lucked into Travis Fulgham. Where would they be without that guy right now? Right. How bad would this offense One be? More loss. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Legitimate. A legitimate player. They found, and, th- and that's what they're going to build this whole thing off of. They found a legitimate player they paid nothing for. Well, and they, 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 and they, and they brought him into the fold and made him a player. So that gives them a little more steam to keep doing this stuff that they've been mm-hmm. doing. Yeah, but you, you just know. can't continue to miss on draft picks, especially in the right. first three rounds. And that's happened a lot. Like even some of these trades. Right. You know, like Howie Roseman, I think there might maybe there's too much expectation on Howie Roseman. And and think about this. I don't have a problem with it personally. In fact, I'd rather them make a move, even if it's to sign a guy. Now, Kiko Alonso has been traded. So he's, good. Thing, he's still playing. Yeah, exactly. Good thing <laughs> that as far as that's concerned, mm. you know, good thing as far as that, that did not happen here. But I do wonder <laughs> out loud, at least, mm-hmm. you know, if, if people who want Howie Roseman or wanted, if in fact nothing happens to make a move and they did like, let's say the Eagles did trade for Desmond King or Quan Alexander. Let's say the Eagles did make a move but they get blasted in the first round of the playoffs. Is that going to come back? They are going to get blasted in the first round. Yeah, and I agree with you. They are going to get blasted back. Does that come back then? And, like, you understand what I'm saying? I feel like you can't walk that road two times over where it's how we make a deal, how we make a deal, and then they get blasted in the first round of the playoffs against the Cardinals or whoever comes to town, and people are like, oh, my God, I can't believe you gave up this year's third-round draft pick. Well, no, but as long as that player is a player that they can have for another year or two and not one of these rental things, then you, then you get blasted, right? I don't want a rental because this, this team isn't a rental away from making a run. No, right? no. they. This team could play a lot better than what they're playing right now simply by playing more fundamental football and your star players being star players. Mm-hmm. They have enough of that to right. really be a, 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 an okay team. And I understand what they're saying, you know, injuries and, and whatnot. You know, you get that all the time. But at the end of the day, if your players that are supposed to play, play up to their expectation, a la the quarterback. Mm-hmm. You know, you see when Fletcher Cox gets pissed off, he plays like a monster. Yeah. You know, Darius Slay, we, we haven't talked about that either. You know, he went out and did not play the rest of the game. Yeah. Is he going to be okay? Well, at least he has a, a week and a half to rest or get back to what he's supposed to be doing. But, you know, they have key players and key positions, and guys are going to get healthier. Lane Johnson will be back, you know. So I, I don't necessarily need for them to go out and, and do anything with the exception of, of a linebacker, you know what I mean? Because yeah. we can't continue to play like that without a linebacker. All right. I, I put out yeah. on Twitter the freeze frame of these two shots on this play, uh, Aton and Barrett, the fourth yeah, and three it. play. And it's pretty, it's pretty self-evident. I mean, you you just see two guys breaking free and they're wide open. It's exactly how you described it, Barrett. They're they're going to the area where the blitzers, you know, the linebackers vacated. And Carson is sitting there with a big cushion of time. And you know, I mean it's a half a second in the NFL. I get that, but he has the time. They're wide open. Throw the ball. Let it go. Yeah. This is that, and that's that irritates me to no end. So when I sit back and I watch, yeah, I, I watch all 22 and I see it. And, and that's why 
players won't say too much to me because they understand I know the game. They see what I see. They're mm-hmm. going. They're going to be watching it right now. They're they're at the stadium probably right now watching it so they can get the hell out of here for you know for, for this uh this off week, uh, um and they're going to see exactly what I said on TV. They're yeah. going to see exactly what I said on the middle, and be like, yeah, he's right. But 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 what? But what? You know, I'm 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 just telling the truth. Now, if it's not the truth, then and I'm lying. I'll take it. You know what I'm saying? I'll take it. But no, mm-hmm. I'm not lying. This is exactly what you get paid to do. Yep. Now, well, I can't wait for the first tweet well or said. Instagram post of Carson Wentz during the bye week, you know, out in, with his four-wheeler or something in the woods with all his camo gear on or his dogs out hunting and people just raining down on him. Right. <laughs> Go look that- at film. Watch film. I thought that sleeve was real last before I double checked it. I thought he came out with the new camo sleeve and I was like, oh man, Carson's a changed man. He's got right. a new camo sleeve and everything. But it was one of these Iverson shooting arms. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, you thought he got a tattoo? I did. I thought he came out with a new fresh sleeve, man. Yeah, come you know? on, man. I didn't know what to expect. All right, oh, that's overtime. We're back. Let's get out of here. We're back on a Tuesday edition. We're going to have to, uh, at some point this week, uh, Wednesday would be my suggestion, and I have a great guy that we've been talking to before this show kind of came up on this network, but we can throw, we should throw like two or three different people out this week and get as much coverage on the Masters as we can because there's now some gambling news. Yeah. You see this. Well, the Masters is next week. Correct. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Like leading up to it. But okay. Did you, see, did you see the new gambling news? No. Bryson is now sponsored by DraftKings. No. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. We'll see. Wow. I, I I say I can't wait for your breakdown and analysis. Hey, Harry. Man, it's wow. big. Harry will tell you this is big. You have this, a this golfer big. now sponsored by a sports book. Beautiful. And a national sports book as well. Yeah. I'm telling you, man, it's taken over. Incredible. Right. We'll All right. See you. Thanks, everybody, for watching. It is The Middle, phillyvoice.com slash The Middle. The philosophy that guides my work as an attorney is, number one, that we are in place of a position of trust. And that trust provides a certain obligation upon us that we must um, fulfill for each and every client. That a client just simply isn't another number. Uh, while we may have many cases here, um, the client only has one, and they deserve the utmost attention, information, and a full and candid um, relay of the aspects of their litigation and for us to be available for questions. We understand that the questions involved in litigation go beyond the case. Uh, the, the clients often have many challenges that they have to face as a result of the um, incident that led them to us. And we must first and foremost appreciate that and make sure that we're there to help throughout not only the case, but also throughout the client's life. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. 
Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.